And action! Welcome back to another episode of Written and Directed By. Today I have a, a recent buddy of mine that we just became friends in the last couple months. Uh, awesome filmmaker and comic book enthusiast, <laughs> Jordan Santacana. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having yeah, me, Yeah, of course. I'm Thanks excited. for coming on. I appreciate well, thank it. Thank you. How's it's, it going? It's good. It's my... Uh, podcast chariot so i'm excited to talk with you <laughs> perfect <laughs> that's awesome man i appreciate yeah. you coming on it's cool man he, this, this, for background this dude was just like customer at my shop yeah he came in and now we're just homies talking yeah. about movies i was you know i was in in prep for this i was like okay i know i met jordan at dream world but what um hmm I don't remember how we like started talking. I think it was westerns. It yeah. may have been talking about westerns. Yeah, honestly. But I don't like because like, you know, it's so weird when, when you go into a shop right and you're just like, okay, buying something and then transaction and then okay, have a good day, yeah. bye. And there was like a, I think I don't remember what got us to chit chat. Well, I'm glad we did. Yeah, whatever it was. yeah. But I, I, we probably just were talking about comics or something you probably were like yeah. suggesting things because every time really i came in and just wanted to talk to probably <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh this dude looks young let's talk to him talk about movies. <laughs> yeah. probably or yeah. you i mean your shop always has movie posters up so i was probably like oh i'm so stoked for that or blah blah yeah, blah like, there's these sony guys that come by once in a while to put up their posters mm -hmm. uh so they put up the spider-man once a couple months ago so i was pretty i was just staring at that the whole time that's oh, awesome. puerto rican spider-man you know, I feel so bad because I still haven't seen Spider-Verse. so dope. I have my friend who saw it twice, he's like, dude, you're fucking up. You're fucking up. I mean, the usurped Pixar for an Oscar. That's pretty wild, yeah. man. Yeah. It's cool. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, you're you're from Puerto Rico, right? Uh, si, senor. So, are, were you born in Puerto Rico? No, so, I was born in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. Okay. And then I lived in Chicago for a little bit and then lived in the Bronx. Like, okay. Like a true Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. And then, but I don't remember Chicago or the Bronx, if I'm being honest with you. It's just family stories. What I do remember is we moved to Minnesota. And then, oh yeah, from Minnesota, we moved to, uh, I'm rather, from Minnesota, I moved to Puerto Rico and lived with oh, okay. my dad. And just, so I spent like the last four years of high school there. Oh, interesting. Or, or rather, most of high school there. Gotcha. What made you move to Puerto Rico? I was filming a movie with my friends mm -hmm. with toy guns. <laughs> and then we got arrested. In Puerto like, Rico? No, no, in, oh. in Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> and my mom's like, yeah, um, you're a delinquent, so get out. So then I moved in with my dad. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was it was pretty funny. That's crazy. Yeah. I was literally I was... just like filming uh, uh, like a Bad Boys spinoff. Mm -hmm. Not spinoff, just like making fun of Bad yeah. Boys. So when the cops arrested us, it was hilarious because he was like digging through the bag and all it was like Bad Boys 1, Bad Boys 2. A bunch of guns and then Mean Girls, and he just like gave me the strangest look. I'm like, "Hey man, don't you dare judge Mean Girls. That movie's amazing." <laughs> Is um, I, I was watching your, I was just like watching a bunch of your stuff uh, on YouTube. Was that it must have been mind numbing yeah, for you? Was it? Uh, <laughs> no, it was pretty cool. In on your director's reel, was that the one where the, the little kid gets gets hit from? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that was in uh, El Camino. He gets popped in the head. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, like this is really shot really nice. When's your father going to be home? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll, like I've done since I've shot, I've done three reels and each reel just starts with that scene because I haven't shot a scene that kind of sucks you in as, gotcha. as well as that. So like if it ain't broke, don't fix yeah. it. But no, still try cool. to fix it. 
I just haven't fixed it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I was watching uh, some of your stuff, and I, uh, it's like, it's pretty cool. Like the amount, like when when you see like people, and like especially like people that you consider friends, and you're like, you don't really look at their work until you really look at their work. You're like, oh fuck, that's oh, sick. You oh, know, thanks, like man. I was looking some some of your stuff, and um, like like the locations were sick. Like you had these like really nice wide shots on a couple oh, of them, man. and I was like, oh fuck. I, I gotta use Jordan in something. I'm gonna ask him to shoot something <laughs> for me. You know? Hell yeah! Um, Are you still doing the the Iron Fist short? You know, I, we we've been talking about it. Um, uh, I haven't gotten back to Ben on it, but uh, me and my roommate who you just met, he was he's gonna if he does it, he's gonna play. Um, Finn. Oh, or, dude, I mean, his Sinari, voice is Danny. really really deep. So that's perfect. Yeah, because that's the actor's yeah. name, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, um, this is the dude from Game of Thrones, right? He gets blown yeah. up in the sept. Yep. Yeah. Um, the night of flowers. Yeah, so we're not sure. We're not sure if we're if we want to like because it's so tricky with like Dis- now that they're Disney and like Mar- you know it's a Marvel property. So like we wouldn't be able to make a single penny on it. Obviously, it would be like a just for fun. yeah, it'd just be for fun. So like we're we're like trying to decide like is it worth doing it just for fun? Is it worth doing it just as like a a um, a like a cinema or a choreography study? Like, what 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 would be the reason for doing it because we're like we want to make like really serious stuff we don't want to like bullshit around anymore we're we're like at the point where like okay let's because we we started um like a like a, a page where we're just like let's just make one minute shorts bang them out blah, blah hell blah. yeah and so like we just started like doing a bunch and they become really shitty you know it's like because we wanted to make a bunch of them uh-huh so it was like okay what are we doing actually and so we're, we're trying to like be a little bit more serious with what we're trying to create oh, hell yeah so we're like, okay, what's what's the purpose for this one? Um, do we want to make a Marvel short? Like, you know, I mean, it, yeah. So we're we're deciding if we're gonna go forward with Iron Fist or if we're gonna like make our own superhero. Oh hell yeah! Do so, they have festivals kind of like Lucasfilm has Star Wars festivals? Are there Marvel festivals or not? I don't know, but okay. that would be sick. I'm gonna look into that. Because like Lucasfilm, um, back before they were purchased by Disney, George Lucas would host one every year i believe or maybe really? it was like bi-yearly and it was cool you'd see some like really interesting short films yeah uh that come out of that and it's just like mainly comedies like one of them was like this like epic lightsaber fight and then it turns into a mentos commercial it's like <laughs> it's like peak mid 2000s okay comedy. that sounds like a 2000s yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's like oh mentos and you're just like you look at that now it's not even close to funny yeah it's like 2000s all right cool 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 cool, cool. it's like all those guy come commercials are like recycling them now and it's like this wasn't even funny then. No, dude. The, that was it. The the Neanderthal one. I've never understood. Oh, the yeah. appeal of that. Yeah, I I never got it. Um, I was listening to this comedian. He's talking. He was saying that if uh, you find those Geico commercials funny, then there's something fucking wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the, not the newer comedy. ones. I, I, the newer ones. I have chuckled at some of them yeah. just because of the sheer stupidity. I think was it Geico the one that was doing like the rhyming ones with like Abraham Lincoln. I think so. Yeah, those ones I found funny because yeah. it's just like the sheer stupidity there was, of the comedy. I dug. There was one I, I laughed at. I like uh, just one like <laughs> um, it was the other night. Oh, it was during the Oscars. They, there was like a lobster in a bath in a hot tub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was, I was, was like, <laughs> I also was like deep in on a bunch of blunts. Yeah. So that, that may be why I laughed. <laughs> but yeah, a lot. I feel like a, a lot of the Oscars was just. Applauding and then just like r- running my hands through my fro, oh. just like oh. yeah, like I just quoted R. Kelly. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> like running my hands through my hair, just like pulling it out. Like fuck. Yeah, I um, I wasn't too impressed, but I wasn't like uh, disappointed. 
by it. Like, you know, there was no host. Uh, well, I, I thought know. that the no host thing actually worked really yeah, well too. in terms of speed. Because oh, it went we, really we quick. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't have we didn't have the time where it would slow down and like the host would try to come up with like some ad lib joke. Right. Because very few times it would work. Like it would work with John Stewart, like when he infamously said three six mafia, one Oscar, Martin Scorsese, zero. Yeah. He does a great fucking joke, you know what I mean? Or when Billy Crystal goes up. But. Yeah. Or like well, last year when um uh when Jimmy Kimmel brought that whole group of of people through. Was oh, that last yes. year? I think so. I think I forgot about Or was that the that. year before? Maybe that was, that was a year of Moonlight, I think. So that was a year okay. before, yeah. You know, like shit like that. It's like, it's cool. it slows, it, it's cool, but it slows yeah. down and everything. And like, I, I really liked the speed of it this year. Mm. But it was like, it was kind of weird at times when like Julia Roberts was at the end. And, Saying goodbye to And she's room. just like, okay, um, thanks for, bye. You know, and that was <laughs> it. And we cut the credits. At least we didn't have Seth MacFarlane singing, like <laughs> singing about women's breasts. That, that, that's a plus for me any year. That we don't have to be reminded of. I don't really remember that one. Dude, he literally just singles out all of the women that have done like nude roles that are in the audience and just oh, like, I saw yeah. her boobs, I saw her boobs, I saw her boobs. And like this is like I like Seth MacFarlane for the most part, but that just Yeah, and then was they gross. And they're like, Okay, Seth MacFarlane's never hosting the Oscars Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And but the one thing he did do that he created was the film festival that the Oscars would do that you would uh, like make like a little short film about yourself and then they would pick you and they'd get like the kids to go up there this, this is like the first year I think they didn't do it where like the kids some of the oh, kids yeah. will hand out the Oscars yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. yeah cause they used to do that and now something that Seth MacFarlane started oh I didn't even know that mistake. cause I I, I, I I like I think I really recognized that last year and then they didn't do it, so I completely I think, I think it was last year that, that there's like a dude last year with like the most fantastic afro in the entire world. It must have been last year, the year before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, this, this guy's dope. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you're on this, you're on the stage, you're gonna want to like dress up super like to the nines. Yeah. You can tell there's certain people who don't to, like, give a shit. Like like Chadwick Boseman last year when he had the that fucking. But you see what yeah. Mahershala was wearing this year? That was fire. Yeah. That, ooh, the little <laughs> that he had. Oh, I didn't my, really like his hat though. I okay, so I don't want to like. I don't know whether that was a like religious thing or not, so I'm just like yeah. not even gonna say. Only because uh, no matter right now, I already would look like an idiot because I yeah. don't know what it was. That said, did you see Michael B. Jordan's lapels? No, fire, bro. He had, he had like these little pin, like pendant pins things. I was like, shit, I'm gonna start putting pendants on my lapels now. This is a <laughs> this is a good idea. I didn't, I didn't notice that. I gotta check it's that cool. out. That's cool. That is cool. I will have to look at that. But yeah, Who, who's the dude that had the? Uh, the tuxedo turned into a dress. It was Billy Porter, I think. That was cool. You know. talking about? It was like a tuxedo, and then it turns into like this like massive dress on the bottom. I, I don't, really I, flowy and stuff. It was cool. I don't know. I was that on. The, I didn't watch the. I only watched like half of the red carpet. Yeah, it was like, like it made the rounds online because like, you know it's like a brave thing to do yeah. considering uh, how you know trolls work online. Right. If, if, if you look online, there's already a lot of trolls yeah. attacking. The internet's ruthless. Ruthless. <laughs> But one thing I thought was interesting was like the first man to wear a gown to the Oscars. I'm like, did, did y'all forget about Trey Parker and Matt Stone when they dropped LSD and went to the Oscars <laughs> in dresses? Yeah, I know. I, I didn't catch it. I'm gonna have to look that because I, I hear I was oh, listening to dope. some stuff yesterday, like uh, some talk shows and stuff, and they're like all these people, and I'm like, I didn't see that, so I I missed like half the most of the red carpet. By the time I figured out how to stream the Oscars, and because I don't have cable, so. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I streamed that shit, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, what, one thing that was interesting was, like, there's a lot of, not a lot, but there's a good amount of, like, drama or whatever, like, uh, during commercial breaks, you know, like, Rami Malek, for example, mm. falling off the stage, yeah. and the paramedics going to him. But one thing that I'm sad hasn't made the news is that when Lady Gaga 
and Bradley Cooper went back to their seats during commercial break. Like the entire audience just erupted in applause again. Oh, really? Just like, just like a, a crazy standing ovation. For oh, them. that's awesome. It was like my, my friend posted on Twitter and he said, I think we all got pregnant watching that. Because <laughs> like it, it just goes to show how good of an actor Bradley Cooper is and Lady Gaga is. Yeah. You know I mean, everyone makes a joke. Like, oh, they both. They both. But they're actors. That's their job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like granted, Bradley Cooper's wife was grabbing onto him a little tighter last yeah. night. She's a smoke show, too. She's fucking hot, dude. Oh, her, her smoke oh. show. But yes, yeah, so it's like it's like she uh uh, it just it just I don't know. I think that their chemistry on screen yeah. was fucking incredible, and I have I still don't know how he's able to get that performance out of himself and out of her. Like what oof. what blows my mind is people or like directors and actors that can do both like that because i did it i did it in my film i, I was in a, just one scene and in the western right in the western, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and i i was so concerned about the framing and i'm like okay it's my actress my actress is on a horse and there's another actress that's supposed to come in from off screen i was supposed to come off from way the fuck over there and i'm like okay is the framing right you know is this right you know i'm not even like concerned about my own performance i'm just more like is my dp framing it how i want it <laughs> yep, you know yep. so it's like i don't and like that's like you know my scale was it was for school technically so it's like you know whatever that I'm not on your scale yeah that's, that's, like, that's a huge movie like and you know Denzel does it all he's pretty much, he does all his yeah, movies Benson. now Ooh. so it's like that scale it's like how how do you do that I don't know I don't know I don't know because I'm I uh, I've been thinking about it because like I just wrote a feature my first feature oh hello congrats thanks bro. dude what's it about yeah, it's a it's a friendship movie okay it's okay. like a little road trip friendship uh, kind Hell of yeah. fizzles out but based on true life I like road movies <laughs> like Itumata Min that's oh that's one of movie. my favorites yeah. it's so good yeah. what did you think of Roma I, you know what I haven't seen it yet oh bro you've got a big TV I know. So you should check it out I know. just like dim the lights and just sit close to the TV and it's it's crazy because it's on Netflix so it's like why well, haven't you seen it but I just if, <laughs> if you're able to see it in the, this doesn't sound like yeah. super snobby but if you're able to see it in the theater I would yeah. advise that because there's certain films where it's like uh, they're hard to watch because like they're emotionally distressing you know what I mean right, so right. I remember watching 12 Years a Slave in the theater and I was like if I watched this for the first time at home I'd probably shut it off because it's like too emotionally mm-hmm. distressing but a movie theater, you don't have the ability yeah, to that's, get up and walk. When I away. watched Detroit, that's that's that was the same thing. I saw that in the theater. Oh, I'm dude, like, yeah, if I saw dude. this at home, and that, that movie I saw alone, there was no one in the theater. It was oh like 11 at night. I was the only one. Uh, I, uh, my I, my neighbor came over and we're like flipping through Hulu chant like like Hulu movies, and he was like, "Fuck, I haven't seen Detroit yet. I love Catherine Bigelow. Let's let's watch it." And I didn't know how emotionally distressing it was. Yeah. Gonna be nor did it know is about the dramatics. I fucking love the dramatics. So it was nice because the movie got me really happy. I'm like, oh, the dramatics, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the happiness just completely gets pummeled away. Yeah. But it, what made me sad about the film is that Catherine Bigelow and Mark Bowl, um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, B O A L, but Mark, I'll say Ball for now. But they, they, they got a lot of online hate because they're Caucasian and they were doing a. A film about uh, African Americans and uh, that kind of like made me sad because me as a Latino, I'm like, fuck, can I not make a Western now? Like, yeah, obviously that's I'm gonna make a Western. Fuck but, you, but to they say give that, they but. they give everyone shit. Like they give Tarantino shit about when he made Django. Yeah, and it's like it's, uh, what a guy fair, can't make a yeah. movie about like a, I don't know. To, to, to be hard. fair, it's the hard. the 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 reason I feel like why Spike Lee got so upset about Tarantino doing Django just off the trailer. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, his past films? He has used a, little, a few words, kind of like freewheeling, like like in True Romance, for example. There's like an Italian guy that mm. walks into the to the uh, 
like the ending shootout, and this cop just goes, "It's a WAP." And you're like, "What? Why? What? Why is this in the script? There's no reason." Or when he says, yeah. "That's dead N-word uh, storage." Do I have a sign that says "dead N-word storage"? It's like that's that's not funny, dog. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what you were thinking. Yeah, there's. I mean, funny. yeah, there there are times where it's. It, I think he. But I do love Django though. Just want to throw that yeah, in there. No. Fucking Django, love Django. Django's the reason I, I became a filmmaker. What? Yeah, that's a dope movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll tell you that in a second. But um, yeah, I mean, like as a as a writer, it's like okay, you have the power to like write your story. So, but at, at certain times, I feel like he like he's like, ah, we can we can slide that in because I'm, I felt I felt um, with his new film, I'm not gonna say whether I liked his new film or not because mm-hmm. I want to be like that asshole. I just felt that there was a few too many N-words in Hateful Eight that made me uh, uh, uncomfortable. And I don't know if that was his intent. If that was his intention, bravo. Yeah. If it wasn't his intention, it is a little problematic. But I, I sincerely don't know if that was his intention. Was yeah. To, was to, like, disarm me as an audience member. Don't know. I haven't asked him. I don't know the guy. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to let you know. Yeah. If you ever meet him. <laughs> and if I ever meet him, too, I'll yeah, let exactly, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Perfect. I feel like Tarantino would not like to say, hey, man. Why would you use the N-word so much? Like, fuck out of my face. Because I wanted to, okay? All okay, right? all right, all right. <laughs> Leave me alone, okay? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, uh, yeah. But no, yeah, so um, I originally went to school for illustration. I, re- I wanted to draw what got, comics. What got you into illustration? Oh, comic, okay. I wanted, yeah, I, yeah. I, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to. Do you like to... Alex Ross? Um, yeah, I do. What if there was a gallery that had all of his paintings? Isn't there? There is? I thought there was. Well, fuck you. I thought he, Why haven't you taken me, Harrison? I don't know. I thought he had a gallery. He, at least I saw that he had a showing one time. I, I was at like this like LA art show uh, with his girls dating, and we walked in, and they had a lot of like art pieces of, of comic book covers, mm-hmm. but like I don't know the dimensions. Let's just say it was like 24 by 30-something. I don't know. Stop judging me. But it's fucking huge. I, can't, I was thinking, like, can you imagine seeing like the oil paintings of yeah. Alex Ross? Up close, that big. Like, so that's that's like twenty four yeah, exactly. by. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was basically that size. That's crazy. Wait, can I lean back? Yeah, of course. Oh, Go for it. Get, com- get comfy. Um, yeah. So we haven't even gone through the questions yet. I know. Sorry, uh, it's all good. I know. I, I I started. So it's every episode's different. I'll write questions. I won't. It just depends on the flow. Like oh, hell yeah. The questions are backup. If if oh for if, sure. If, if, the, if I'm a terrible guest, yeah, like, I'm gonna ask questions. Uh, if the chat doesn't work, then the questions. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, I mean, they're talking points too. But uh, yeah, I, I I always wanted to draw comics. I I'm obsessed with Japanese manga. So do you like, do you like Lone Wolf and Cub? I do. Yes. That's one of my that's one of my intros. What do you think about the rumors of Justin Lin directing an adaptation of? I mean, these rumors came out like 2016, yeah. so I don't know if they're still happening. But I don't. Rem- I remember that coming out. But I don't what do you think? Like Fast and Furious feel for Lone Wolf? Do you think it could work? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who I'd want to direct. I mean, I, I don't know who I'd. I'd probably want Akira Kurosawa to, to direct yeah, so it. I was literally about to say Kurosawa's <laughs> Ghost. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you get you get like uh, Quentin Tarantino to direct. It, but big bro, just like no n word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people in Japan didn't just, use just, that language. Just the Japan part of Kill Bill. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's just like because I felt uh, whoever directs, honestly, like Lone Wolf and Cub is such like a big thing in Japan. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be like really meaningful if they were to give the like Justin Lin is a Japanese man. So yeah. It's like something like that would be like, yeah. a Japanese woman, a Japanese man to direct it would be pretty dope because i think that like lone wolf and cub in particular you've read it so you yeah. know it deals with so much about like buddhism mm-hmm. that like having a 
even like a Japanese man who's not Buddhist, maybe it wouldn't ring that true. Or a Japanese woman who's not Buddhist yeah. wouldn't ring that as true as as a human being from Japan who's Buddhist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, that might be a little bit of gatekeeping on my end. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like because Lone from Cup deals with so much about Japanese yeah. culture, whereas something like Detroit is just like about like a, a historical event. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Uh, and it's not to say that like if you're white, don't direct a samurai movie. Just don't do the last samurai. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, also, what was that? that I mean, it was a little uh, it kind of got if I'm rem- I haven't seen it in a long time. But um, what was it? 13 Assassins. That samurai oh. movie. <gasps> oh, my God. Holy shit. You're right. You should do it. Yeah. You should do it. Yeah. Takeshi Takeshi. Takeshi Miike should totally do yeah, it. Yeah, because that was the last, like, re- up, like, modern samurai movie that was, like, solid. That was fucking dope. Yeah. There's, there's one shot that I can't get out of my brain that <laughs> there's, like, a piece of dynamite rolls into the building, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to the other side of the building, and there's a samurai standing there. And an explosion happens, and a giant tidal wave of blood <laughs> covers him. <laughs> like, this is a fucking amazing... <laughs> that dude should do a berserk. You know, berserk the manga? Yeah, I haven't read it, though. It's I just super gore. It's just blood everywhere. Samurai swords everywhere. That would be dope if that guy directed I, it. I just started reading uh, Vagabond. What's that about? It's about um, Miyamoto Musashi. Who's that? You don't know who Musashi I'm is? I'm an idiot. Okay. Why do I... So like, Mus- I recognize the Miyamoto name. Miyamoto Musashi is like one of the, the most famous samurai from Japan. Whoa. Um, he's known He's he's known for creating his own style. He's, he wrote like a, a whole book on Bushido with the book of five rings. Whoa. Um, yeah. He, like, so like his, like he reformatted the Bushido code or did he invent the Bushido he, code? No, he invented, he invented like the five, like the five rings, which is like the pillars of what he thinks a good okay. samurai should consist of. Oh, fascinating. Um, but he's like, so he's become like somewhat of a, he's become like a, like a mythic God. So to okay. speak in like, in like, uh, as in, as in, like the broader terms of pop culture go. Okay. So people, you know, like you have like um, kind of. Okay. So it's it's. I don't know if I'm I'm out of line here, but you know, like it, you like fucking what's his name uh, Achilles. Okay. Or you like know, a King Arthur. Type yeah. Of like someone. Yeah. So so you're like, but like uh, Miyamoto was a he he was a real person though. So okay. like, but like he's been glorified by by society so much that like his story has been. Adapted, readapted, and oh, kind of like, like Robin Hood. Yeah, where it's like a real homie, but now it's just like turned into yeah, exactly an insane story where Jamie Fox <laughs> speaks in a British accent. Yeah, oh, I didn't see that, but <laughs> I don't know if anyone did. And I'm not saying that to slight. I'm just saying the box office numbers yeah. tell me that not as many people saw it as oh, yeah, they, which, which is that. always like shitty to see, man. Because like, like even Robin Hood, for example, you know, there's a director behind that movie. Where she or he was like really excited about mm-hmm. the performances they got, about the shots they got, and they wake up one day and there's a bunch of trolls on Twitter just yeah. tweeting them. And it's like this is bullshit. Like this person sometimes it doesn't work out. <laughs> no, it's and yeah. it's just sad because like yeah. I wish I wish that like the general populace would be nicer to movies that don't work. Uh, this is coming from somebody who's had movies that don't work. Yeah. Obviously, you've had movies that of don't course. work too. So it's like we all have. So it's it's look. I mean, Spielberg. Not everything was a hit. Spielberg's perfect. Always <laughs> is perfect. Obviously, 1941 perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Always is terrible. Oof, 1940. Have you seen that? Yo, oh, yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay. John, even John Wayne said no to that. And John Wayne says yes to almost every script. Yeah. Jesus. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, he's he, Miyamoto Musashi has been glorified to, like, this the nth degree. And so, this, uh, one of the most famous, one of the, like, the books that, uh, one of the more famous books on his life, it, this is 
which is Vagabond, is based on, it, it's like not 100% true, but it's it's the most dramatic. Okay. So you get the best story. Like, Miyamoto Musashi never married anyone. He never had a girlfriend. Okay. This this does. He has okay. a love this interest. Okay. Yeah. There's, um, What's it called again? It's called Vagabond. Vagabond. Okay. Or Vagabond, I, whatever. And it done... You. Is it like an actual like Japanese yeah, thing? Yeah, it's, okay, it's cool. complete. It's manga style. It's it's probably one of the coolest, aside from Lone Wolf and Cup, it's probably one of the coolest styles I've seen. Ooh. Have you read um, One Punch Man? Or Not seen? yet. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to, to, to sneak into manga. The, okay. My introduction is obviously Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, and then that's, a great, it's, that's it's so a great good. introduction. But unfortunately, the way it's printed, it's like super Americanized, so it really is a bad introduction. Fucking to, Dark to Horse, reading. man. Annoying. I, I I love Dark Horse, but like I wish, I wish someone it, else did yeah. it. Print it the way that the author intended mm-hmm. it. You yeah, know I mean? it's like it's like if I shot a movie. It's honestly, it's like this. I feel bad for filmmakers like Jordan Foyt Roberts or whatever that they shoot a movie and say in two, three, five, mm-hmm. you're on an airplane and the fucking movie is pan and scanned. It's like I I didn't frame this shot. Yeah. Why is King Kong's eye part of the shot? Like, what is going on? I can't believe know? pan and scan was a thing. I can't believe it. No, it's or still, still a is a thing. HBO, dude, HBO Go pan and scans so much shit. Do they? So Jordan Voight Roberts actually brought it up a couple of years ago when King Kong came out, and he said that you have to put it in, like as a director, you have to put it in your contract mm-hmm. that they can't pan and scan. Um, for example, uh, John Wick Two was on HBO Go. And we were with the homies, and we really wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. And like, let's it's on HBO Go. I said, no, no, we're gonna rent it. It's like, no, no, HBO Go. I'm like, dude, this is an action movie. We are not watching a pan and scan version of action movies. I won't know what the fuck is going on. Action movies already shot in crazy close ups. Can you yeah. imagine even more of a close up? That said, John Wick is shot brilliantly in in wides and mediums, but still, I want to see the yeah. chats to how he fucking framed it. You know? So yeah, fuck pan and scan. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's bullshit um but yeah that's i mean that's a great comparison i didn't I didn't think about that like that but yeah um there are some really uh, when we're when we wrap up later I'll, i will uh show you some great give Very you nice. some intro uh hell yeah so because that's how i in, in comic books and like my introduction to comic books was manga i was i never read um like traditional I, I, uh, like American comic books. Hipster. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't read American comic books for a while. And if I did, it was like Star Wars. Oh, fuck yeah. So that's like, that was my start. And then I was like, okay, Avengers. And then in the last three years, I started buying single issues. See, for me, so, so his pull list for y'all that are interested is mainly DC, I'd say. Now, and, Star uh, Wars. It's, it's switched back. And now it's back to Marvel. It's back to Marvel. Oh, good yeah. man. Man, yeah, yeah. man of taste. I, um, I haven't been. I haven't been in. Now I, I don't live over in that area, so I haven't. No, I don't. Um, so you want me to throw away your pull list? I see how it is. Yeah, probably. No, <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, it was heavily DC for a while. No, I uh, my introduction for me was, was Spider Man more than Spider Man. Mm, sure, nice. Right now. I, fuck, I fucking love Spider Man. Spider Man's great. He's the best. He's the he's the best. He's the, he's the best. <laughs> um. Not listening to you, you're crazy. <laughs> I was just watching. Uh, I was watching Nacho the other night. You watching what? I was just watching Nacho really really other night. That's oh what I was my doing. god! That's really, oh my god! <laughs> I was doing that that bit from The Office where he's like, "Respect, he's nice." <laughs> you have to see. It's like he's doing a Rodney Dangerfield impression, and it halfway through he realizes that he can't do it, and it just completely derails. And it's it's just the most cringy there, goodness to there's watch. There's nothing better than an office than The Office. It's so it's, good, dude. My it's, sister is she's no sh- like unshamefully has seen it like nine times. That's 
she'll just she'll just keep it on oh, loop yeah. in the background. Oh yeah, it's always on. I I'll take like a week break, and on that week break, I just watch Parks and Rec, <laughs> and then I go back <laughs> to the office. Look at me wrong. I fucking love Parks and Rec too. It's great. I, I debate which one I like more because like. What I like about Parks and Rec is that we have location changes. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing like a long, like five hour binge of Parks and Rec, yeah, it doesn't get as tedious as a five hour binge. Right. Of the office. And the thing is, working at an office is tedious. So they did their job well in that yeah. aspect, you know. Yeah. But it's like it is a joy when you get those episodes where like Michael Scott drives into a lake where we're at, we have a break from location. You yeah. Know? <laughs> what a great. Idiot. No, it's a lake. Well, it says to go that way. <laughs> Machines. <laughs> I listen to the machines. Uh, so, what, what questions you got, homie? Uh, well, hold on. What, what you were saying? You, what was your uh, intro? Your Spider-Man was your introduction. In the oh yeah, yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Punisher, uh, and a little bit of Superman. Okay. But yeah, the big, those big three, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Aside from Star Wars, what was I probably just jumped because I wasn't sure where to jump in on American. I probably did. Oh, I for sure did Avengers. I started with. Oh, yeah. I started with Civil War. Actually, it was like around. 2008 maybe when like so i have it in like uh trade paperback nice so i did like that whole civil war um and then i did like what was it and then it was siege and then dark avengers and then i started getting into dc stuff the cool thing about avengers is that if you don't have money to buy a spider-man book and then an iron man book you get yeah you get get them all exactly and i think also because like i i love the movies you know i love the the shows it's just i was like okay where do i start i didn't know where to start i'm like ah avengers yeah exactly you get them all and so you're like oh i really like that's where i was like oh i like iron man the best or i like you know whoever the best war machine you know it's like so um, does anybody like War Machine the best? Hmm? Does anybody like War Machine the best? I did for a minute. Yeah. Because he had the fucking Gatling gun on his shoulder. He does look cool. And that was it. And then when I realized he was just, he Iron, didn't, he's Iron he Man didn't have light. a fake heart. I was yeah. like, you know. He's just Iron Man yeah. light. And even Iron Man is just, I mean, I've been shooting on DC, but even Iron Man is Batman light. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just like. I mean, you could, you could take a mirror and, you know, you know, or totally you don't even have to. You could just, same. you could just put every character of, of each universe and then someone's gonna mirror up oh yeah They're like Thanos was the answer to dark side yeah but uh, movie wise they got to Thanos first so now everybody's gonna think Thanos came first yeah don't get me wrong both are cool characters yeah wildly different characters definitely in terms of on the page mm-hmm. but uh, yeah like dark side this is, Thanos is a complete just copy of dark side oh, in yeah. terms of the look yeah but fuck of course yeah I like my big purple boy. Yeah, <laughs> I turned you into a big purple boy. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> I was when I when I was making that, I was like, oh, who do I? I want to make a funny little little promo. I'm like, and just Thanos instantly popped to mind. Like I didn't even have to think. I was like, perfect. It was just like Than. Uh, that's it. <laughs> it. Does put a smile on. My yeah. Um, he never said that line, did he? That was just for the trailer. Where he's like, one never uh, takes fun into consideration when shaping the universe. But this does put a smile on my face. It's like, man, that's such a harsh line. Like, yeah. Say, be so mean, man. <laughs> but yeah, then, then pop it in the movie. I think it was just like a trailer. Yeah. Line, which is smart. Just like that one trailer shot of them running towards us. Yeah. Jeez. I like I like when they when like movies like trick you. Like, that was, none of the trailer was in the movie. And you're like, yeah. well, good. Yeah, exactly. Like Rogue One, the, uh, the trailer for that movie is comprised of so much like excise material. Yeah. So you you still don't know what the fuck you're getting into when you go see the movie. You're like, okay, chick steals Death Star plans, but you don't really know what happens in the movie. Right. I mean, when you see the movie, 
Yeah, more stuff than that. Happened. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Um, so aside from aside from comics, are you like into anime or anything like that? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. The uh, the girl dating now. She's trying really hard to get me into it. She got me into a. Oh shit! What's it called? So what's the one? It's like a space cowboy. Oh, Space Dandy. No. Oh, uh, Cowboy Bebop. That one. Yeah, that one's pretty. I don't know cool. why I went with Space Dandy first. I was like, I was like watching. I was like, okay, this definitely seems like Clint Eastwood and like Deckard from Blade mm-hmm. Runner just smash into one yeah. universe. Okay, yeah, sounds good to me. Have you yeah. wa- have you been watching it? Yeah, we only watched like two episodes. Okay, uh, and then we got distracted with the Goldbergs on. Okay. <laughs> it's just I don't know. I like eighties goodness. So when you finish that one, let me know what you think. Yeah. And if you want more, I have another amazing recommendation. Okay, it's it's so Cowboy Bebop and this other one, Samurai Champloo. Oh, I've heard. I've heard of Samurai Shampoo. Okay. I heard so of Samurai fantastic. Shampoo is my. Is that the new job as one? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. I've heard the soundtrack. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. Is Afro Samurai cool? Um, it's pretty cool. It's uh, it's definitely out there as far as style goes. Stylistically, Ooh. it's stylistically different than most anime. Is it? Is it, is it super American though? Um, in, in, in it its... feels like it. Okay. Uh, but but it it fits the genre. It's like. It isn't like, a, it's like, like that, appropriation-y, right? No, okay. I mean, it's um, it's like Toonami's version of anime. Okay. Pretty much. Like, if that's, if okay. that's what yeah, I yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's solid. It's just like stylistically compared to most tr- your traditional anime. It's it's very different. And it's also got Samuel Jackson. Yeah, so yeah of course. You don't have that with any other stuff. Right, right. Outside of the boondocks, you don't got that with many other anime. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- so I would... Cowboy Bebop is a good one to start with. Is Boondocks is Boondocks? I almost said Boondocks. Is Boondocks yeah. considered anime? I don't think so because it was made for Adult Swim. Okay. Have you have you seen it though? I've seen I've seen I haven't like consecutively watched all the episodes. Did you watch the the Air Marshal Fifty Cent thing? I don't think so. Where it's like a movie starring Fifty Cent. He's like, I'm gonna have to save everyone on this plane. Or die trying. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's just, that show is oh. great. I miss that show. <laughs> I love bad humor like yeah. that. Like intentionally bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a fine line. Like scary movie I can't watch because it hurts me inside. No offense. It's like Craig Mason. But like, but then there's certain stupid comedies like Kung Fury while watching. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah. This is, this a, is beautiful. Yeah. Some, some of those that are supposed to be like terrible comedies. They're like, yeah. There's, uh, there's two notable filmmakers who... In 2007, mm-hmm. made bad movies on purpose. They didn't land very well, no. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but one of them, their career turned around, and now he's got two Oscars. No, well, he's got two Oscars, but he won an Oscar after that. Who's that? Bro. You don't uh, We were talking about him earlier. Oh. No, Tarantino. Oh. Yeah, because well, after, after um, Grindhouse, it kind of... You know, yeah. it didn't perform as well in the box office. Oh, right. He he felt really down, and according to him, he felt like really down in the gutter because this is the guy that is, uh, has found the most insane amount of success with all of his films mm. consecutively. So it's his first failure, and he just feels like shit. Yeah, and it's funny because now it's like kind of a, a cult. It's got a cult following now. Yeah. Well, he, well, he still had his cult following then, but like I feel like um, he he had never experienced that failure of that level before, mm. so it hit him hard. And Steven, what he says is Steven Spielberg spoke to him about uh, 1941. Mm-hmm. And if Steven Spielberg had stopped making movies after 1941, his <laughs> follow-up, which is, I believe, Raiders of the Lost Ark, 
would have never happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it would have been given to some shitty-ass James Bond director. Uh, so it's like, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Um, I, so I we got to thank Spielberg for Inglourious Bastards. That's true. And also <clears throat> Luc Besson. Luc Besson. <laughs> that was racist, my bad. No, but fucking... It's Frenchist. Frenchist. <laughs> no, but he... Uh, 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 Inglourious Bastards was a miniseries originally, and he was going to do it as a miniseries. Really? Yeah, there's there's like an entire section cut off Why about these black troops that go AWOL. Okay. And he was going to do a movie called like something Crow or Black Crow, something like that, uh, of the excise material. But Luc Besson was like, bro, no, 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 no. The only reason I still go to the movie theater is you you have to make a movie. So, you know, homie made yeah. Bastards and there's, Django. There's still talks of him doing um, that. I just read it. I think it might have been on No Film the School. Star Trek? This, yeah. That would be so dope. That would be nuts. <laughs> I just I want to know what a, a, a Quentin Tarantino space battle looks yeah, like. Yeah, because he, he, he always said, well, no, he just said he didn't want to do futuristic. Yeah. So they but mean, it's like, how are you going to do Star Trek then, yeah. bro? <laughs> he always wanted things to be... Retro. Yeah. But... We'll see. We'll I mean, it looks like it's dead in the water right now, yeah. as well as the other Star Trek picture. Because what I was reading, these are rumors. I'm yeah, not like we're in the room. Everything's with them. hearsay, especially in Hollywood. Oh yeah, dude. But one of the things that was hearsay was that uh, Chris Pine, after the immense success of their Wonder Woman's, is asking for uh, some more cash. Naturally, so. Okay. And Chris Hemsworth is also really expensive. The original idea was. The, like a buddy it's so stupid it was like a buddy time traveling movie with <laughs> kirk and his dad played by chris hemsworth it's like uh, right cause, well chris hemsworth was, yeah, was his dad, dad in yeah. the first one but it's just like what the fuck are you thinking dude like i know there's multiple timelines but like whatever it's star trek if they pull it off they pull it off yeah. fuck it it's star trek especially yeah, if jj abrams was behind it <laughs> exactly you know what yeah i do i do have i do have mad trust in jj yeah uh, i don't know part. why people are so so upset with like the fact that he's back on Star Wars. Um, so some of it I can understand because he, with his show, some of the shows he's had, and it's not like he's the only guy writing and directing every yeah. episode, which I think like a lot of people, not you obviously, but like a lot of people have mm-hmm. the misconception of, because like Lost was, a, a lot of it was Damon Lindelof, Alex mm-hmm. Kurtzman, and Roberto Ursi. Yeah. Ursi. But like, oh, J.J. Abrams show, alias J.J. Abrams show. It's like, yeah, he, he, he had a hand in it. And he, even he will say himself, like, I have a hand in these shows, Yeah, uh, but I've got a team. Right. Helping me write this shit. Well, it's helping like, me direct it. Look, look at all the shows that are produced by like Martin Scorsese yeah. and like, all these other people. It's like they, they're not on everything. They can't be. Yeah, it'd be impossible. Yeah. Uh, what was your question? I zoned out. Uh, I have this thing. I do this Michael Scott thing where I'll talk and I'll forget what I was saying. Sometimes I just start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. Yep. Yeah. Michael Scott. <laughs> um, I don't remember what my question was, but <laughs> but I was going to ask you um, as far as comics, do they, do they inspire your filmmaking at all? Do you ever pull um, inspiration or use comics as a way to like progress your filmmaking? Sort of. So I remember when I was younger and I first read Saga. Younger in terms of I was like oh, nineteen. I just 20. got I just got into Saga That's like so the last good. year. So what what volume are you on? I'm on the current trade paper. Okay, cool. So I can I can spoil shit. Well, with the with the whole like Prince Robot four thing that they did, mm-hmm. where uh, you have this villain that you absolutely abhor. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking throw you for a loop where his wife is pregnant and his dad won't let him see the baby until he does this deplorable thing. Mm-hmm. Really inspired by that. And it helped me write villains better in my features. Because, like, my problem with my features was that, like, my villains were too evil. Mm-hmm. And some movies... They had no empathy. Def- yeah, exactly. Some movies you definitely need, like, a Joffrey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but uh, some of these scripts that I was times writing. You need a Hans Landa. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but even Hans Landa was like charming as shit. Yeah. So that uh, uh, it definitely taught me how to make villains have uh, what's what I'm looking for uh, human motives. You know what I mean? Right. Not just like I'm gonna fucking be evil for the sake of it. Yeah. Because it's not like every single villain is gonna be like Hitler. You know right. what I mean? I mean, and, and, then, and Hitler's easy to write because right. I'm evil. Cool. And even even Thanos, like he's not. If you look at it from his side, yeah. he's he's like an anti-hero. He's just doing it for the sake of what he believes is but, right. But he also didn't think about the, the easiest fix, which is like, well, instead of killing 50% of the population, you can mm. just create 50% more food and resources. Exactly. But, you know, you got to be... He is an environmental terrorist after all. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. Somebody, somebody, you know, those things like explain a movie badly yeah. in Avengers... Infinity War was just like rich billionaire tries to stop an environmental terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's great, <laughs> spot on. <laughs> oh man! But that's that's cool. Like that's that's like that's something I struggle with too. Is is character, um, like like uh, depth, char- depth to characters, and like trying to like make them like not f- flat. Yeah. And it's like well, because like you you could create a character you're like this guy is great, but okay, like well. I'm, He's not. He can't be great all the time. Yes. You know, he's got to be an, an asshole. He's got to be a piece of shit. You know, it's like, cause like that's what we are. We're yep. like people think we're trying to. We think we're trying as fuck, but like on a bad day, we're we could be nasty people. So it's like, how do you? And so that's why I, I try to figure out. And that's uh, recently I've been really um, diving deep into like Coen Brothers work because oh, fuck yeah. because they're like the way they develop characters is just next level and it's like and even and even like their characters are in the scene for like 30 seconds you're like that dude <laughs> like in like in buster scruggs the one guy that uh they killed his brother yeah surly joe's brother yeah <laughs> so ridiculous but you're like oh my Fuck poor guy i love that what do you think about it oh, i love that movie yeah um i i wasn't too fond of the liam neeson one yeah it just it just felt uh felt a little out of place yeah, it's just like, don't get me wrong, the other ones were super nihilistic, mm-hmm. but I felt like this one was like another level of nihilism that it didn't match the rest of the piece, yeah. you know? Um, but, you know, the so Coen brothers are geniuses, so yeah. fuck it, I'm probably an idiot and they're the smart ones. <laughs> <laughs> probably. probably. I just watched this um, this interview, um, I, I'm so bad with names, um, the guy that played Buster Scruggs. Oh, Ted, is it Tim Ted? Something. Tim, yeah, I don't know. Tim Blake uh, Nelson. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So he was doing an interview, and he was saying that, like, on the set of Oh Brother, We're Out Thou, so, like, 15 years ago, he's, Joel or Ethan, one of them, he's like, one of them came up to me and said, I have this idea. It's called Buster Scruggs. We only have this. It's an anthology. We only have this one, and we want you to play it. So dope. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, sure, if you want me to, because he thought he was, he didn't think he was any good. He was, like, even surprised that they wanted him to be <laughs> in Oh Brother. And um, oh yeah, because he was their, was he like their neighbor or something? Some, like yeah, yes, yeah, so like just like a family friend. Yeah, like, I, I ain't good enough for this fella. Yeah. <laughs> he does also does not have that accent. Yeah, I just added that because <laughs> I'm racist. All people from the south apparently sound like that. Yeah. in my brain. Well, yeah, I mean, didn't you know, fella? <laughs> Gosh darn it! I've also been playing way too much Red Dead Redemption. Like I, I already I beat it, but it's like I, I still, still haven't finished it. Bro, I know. I'm jealous. I wish, I wish I haven't finished. You it. can so come over and watch me, watch me finish. Watch, it. watch you experience <laughs> yeah. and cry. Uh, <laughs> Did you beat? Oh, I don't even Xbox. You can't. You have the in, the inferior system. I'm wearing uh, my Spider. This is, no, my, my 
PS4 this, this socks is my, right now? That's my roommates. My PS4 is in my bedroom. Oh, good, man. <laughs> a man with taste. Man yeah. with taste. He likes Marvel now and PS4. Yeah. He's got taste, gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So, um, have you played Spidey? Yeah. Bro, did you finish I'm, it? Um, no, I'm like 90%. What did you finish the story? I mean, where did I finish the story? No, did you finish the story? No, no. Okay, we'll finish it. it. The last, the last thing I, I remember, remember playing is um, everyone escaped from the prison. Did Spider Man die yet? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, he got his head taken off. Nice. Uh, <laughs> no, dude, the ending of that was like really emotional. I remember my roommate now. It's about four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we rented on Redbox, so we had to just like return that day. Yeah. Friday night, and I, uh, we're just I was trying to be out. completionist with that game, so I was like trying to hold off on the story. Have you used the Sam Raimi suit yet? Maybe I, I as soon as I unlocked the, my like clip, the Tobey Maguire one. Probably. I. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. I don't remember. I unlocked Spider-Man. every time I would unlock something, I would I would change the suit just to see what it was like. But I, I go with the one that I stuck with was the uh, all black with the, I think it was green, and it's oh yeah, the one looks, at the end. It looks like um. It looks like a like a biker. You know, oh yeah, and it's glows. The eye, everything. I fucking glows. love the the homecoming one. Yeah, the homecoming. One, it just looks comfortable. Yeah, I really like the. Uh, I also like the homecoming. The the. What is it called? What, what he didn't have a suit yet. Oh, like his, the homemade suit. Yeah, it's so dope. Makeshift suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish that you could have the Miles Morales suit. That would be cool. The Ultimate Series. That'd be fucking fire. Um, did the only thing I I I mean it it doesn't bother me that much about it, but the only thing I that I was like I wish was a little different was that it felt like Arkham the Arkham series, but yup. Otherwise, it's like instead of collecting backpacks, you're doing like the Riddler bullshit. Yeah, but otherwise, I mean, I mean, it was still it was it was like great. the writing of it was incredible. Just the yeah. gameplay like was legitimately the same gameplay as the Amazing Spider-Man 2 that came out in 2014. Same, almost the same exact gameplay in terms of button mashing and stuff. Yeah. But that said, the the gadgets that Insomniac created for Spidey were fantastic. Like the web grenade. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, yeah. I felt, I felt like Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. Did, um, have you played any of the expansions? No. Okay. No, because I have Redbox that shit. Oh, so we beat right, it, right, returned right. it. And I'll fight eventually, but... Yeah. Yeah, just jamming to to Red Dead right yeah. now and Grand Theft Auto because Grand Theft Auto is fucking yeah. awesome. See, so like you're big, you're super big in the westerns, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what about them do you like so much? I just love men. <laughs> no, I don't know. I love dusty boys. <laughs> I just love really sweaty people that stink <laughs> and are always being racist. That's just like my favorite. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know what it is. I think it mainly has to do like the landscape. In the music and the desolation. Okay. Um, in the fact, like, don't worry, I fucking love westerns, but it's like a really problematic genre in terms of, you know, the annals of film history, like the way that Native Americans and African Americans yeah. and Latinos have been treated in westerns mm-hmm. is just abysmal, dude. Especially Native Americans, like they have like the worst rap, and even Buster Scruggs treated the Comanche as like these terrible, like bloodthirsty warlords. It's like this. Is, You've got two stories where the Comanches are the villain in it. And that's just like, that's weird to me. Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, in terms of why I'm interested in, in Westerns, I've asked myself that and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think it may just be because the genre inherently has a lot of drama, character development, and shootouts. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't I think it's, honestly, it starts with the look and the sound. Yeah. And then goes from there. My, I think my draw to them is, like, a 
the vast, like you said, the vastness, but also like you, you have like these, these just gigantic, wide, epic, wide shots. Yes. And, you're just, and I'm from, so I'm from Arizona. So it's like just, Oh damn. So like to see, you know, some of those things you're like, Oh, that's so cool. And like, I want to go to Monument Valley. Yeah. That'd be dope. There's like, when I was doing my Western, there was a lot of places I've researched and I'm like, I want to go there. I want to shoot there. Yes. And like, I can't afford it. <laughs> See, gaming's gold. Dude, gaming's gold is pretty fucking cheap. So thank you. For yeah. Heads up. But we, we had this, I had this Western that was going to go up. Mm-hmm. I was telling you about, but oh, excuse me, sorry. But, no, you're good. But you know, the budget fell through like with 99% of movies. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, we'll start a Western. <laughs> but no, now we're doing we're doing the Viper two now. Nice, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you shouldn't give up on that Western because I like I like that story. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's just that it it costs a lot. Yeah. I'll just send you this other script called Lobo that I did. It's like mm-hmm. um, the replacement of it in terms of okay. a like hardcore drama, mm-hmm. uh, character led drama. I'll send it to you. But it's like it kind of highlights the indifference the United States has had towards South America with like the war on drugs. Okay. Uh, my my issue with like a lot of like American cinema portrayal of the war on drugs is that it's usually through the eyes of like a white dude. Yeah, and it's just like there's like a lot of people suffering in in certain sections. I'm not saying all Mexico, in like certain sections of mm-hmm. Mexico. And another big problem with the movie is that they also make you think that it's all of Mexico is like run by ruthless drug lords. It's right, like, that's not the case at all, <laughs> dog. Well, that's uh, the, that's the problem of not of like. Being uneducated. Yeah. That's what happens when you have <laughs> white cowboys writing. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's what happens when you got Taylor Sheridan writing uh, for Latinos. It's yeah. just like, just write for white people. That's the one time I'll be gatekeeping because it's like, there's certain writers where it's like, just write white people because you have yeah. no idea what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. And I like, I was legitimately like visibly angry during Sicario 2. Um, like one of the things that it poses is... That the cartels and Al Qaeda are working together, Ugh. and there's a there's a there's a <laughs> twist at the end where okay. where Al Qaeda wasn't it. working for them, it's whatever. But it's still the fact that they think the audience is going to believe that, yeah, mind numbing. And what's even more mind numbing is Donald Trump was posting that they found prayer rugs and bombs in the border, and if you cross reference it, that never happened. So what people think is that he just watched Sicario 2 and decided to post that. Jeez. And I'm not saying that that's Taylor Sheridan's fault. <laughs> but what I'm saying is his fault is that all the Latinos in Sicario are just like these like ruthless, terrible people, including the character of Alejandro. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, though. I think uh, Sicario 1 is like a really, oh, I liked really great one. film. Denis Villeneuve directed the mm-hmm. shit out of it. The score is haunting. Uh, the performances are just like, oh, yeah, especially Emily Blunt. Like when you watch Emily Blunt, like slowly crack when she's like looking at herself in the mirror, smoking a cigarette. The way I just described that scene, it makes it sound cheesy. I swear it's not. Yeah, it's dope. No, it's, it's good. dope. It was dope. Yeah, it's just I feel like the second one kind of shit the bed because it became this gung ho make America great again fantasy action yeah. film. And that's I think that, but that's also the problem with sequels in general. Yeah, some is of the, is it like is that like okay we did it and now we have to make it better or we have to like amplify it more like yeah. i'm so scared for this quiet place sequel you know it's Terrified. like you know it's like why well, make sequ- he's good yeah so we'll see we'll see yeah but it's, yeah. it's like well, why make sequels to good movies that are 100 percent. Oh, what i'm excited about for the quiet place sequel is to see john krasinski uh 100 directing yeah because like the scenes i mean don't get don't, throughout the whole film you, you feel his strength as yeah. a director 
but I felt like there's like a lot of scenes when he's not on camera when we're with, with the kids and the with the corn and shit. Mm-hmm. You can really feel John Krasinski being yeah. on the camera, and it's it's kind of mind boggling that Jim from The Office is that good. <laughs> yeah, you know? but it's like I. I you kind you know, of have to you kind of have to separate them exactly. Bit, Think of it as like cautiously optimistic for cautiously optimistic about any sequel that's yeah outside of John Wick because it's like I have full faith in Chad Stahelski at this point. Like, yeah, you're gonna do Keanu Reeves on a horse running away from guys on motorcycles and katanas. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I'll watch it, dog. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, or like if Taika Waititi said I'm gonna do a Thor Ragnarok sequel, be like, all right. No one else could so fucking do it. Bro. Yeah, you know. I, he's great. I love Tycho. Dude, what we do in the shadows is a TV show now. I know. It's coming out next month. I'm it a it little makes me a little sad because yeah. he's not in it, just because he's so fucking funny yeah. in that first he, one. He and Jermaine did, did write and direct a few of them. Oh, yeah. No, but so. I mean, like, as actors. Yeah, yeah, though, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, like, Tycho Waititi as a performer. Oh, he's hilarious. Oh, my God. If I, like, I, I can never write a, a movie that he'd want to do, but if yeah. I ever did, oh, my God, I'd ask that guy to act in it. Yeah. But again, I'm not good at comedy. And when I do comedy, it's stupid comedy. Yeah. And that guy's smart as shit, so I doubt he'd do it. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> maybe, maybe be in Viper 8. <laughs> be in Viper the feature. Exactly. <laughs> he can he can just reprise Korg. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, where you going? Huh? <laughs> you got <He's>, lost? <laughs> does that sound more like Australian? That's mm-hmm. racist. Me? You're racist. It's probably racist. <laughs> I dare you to call a Kiwi Australians and see what happens. No, I'm too afraid. Or call an Australian a Kiwi. You'll you'll just get like a Oi. nice black. Oi, fuck you, mate. <laughs> You're done. You might get more hatred than PETA got when they attacked Steve Irwin. Oh, well, probably. What idiots. <laughs> what? what? I just want to know what the fuck they were thinking. Just like Jesse Smollett. It's just like, oh. what were you thinking? Where, where, what? I thought I could get away with it. Like how like it's interesting because Jesse Smollett did a voiceover for an epics documentary series about hate crimes, and he did a voiceover for one about dudes that got lynched. And I'm not laughing that dudes got lynched. I'm laughing at the fact that he did the voiceover for that. I was like, hey, what if I faked this? Yeah. So what? What? So what I heard recently was that apparently someone had told him that their brother or something was like beat or something or like killed. That's like a hate crime, like. Like a something, so so he was like, apparently he was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a try. I don't know, I don't want to like, I'm gonna give hate crimes a try. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I like. I think the thought process was like, if I do it, he'll, he'll, you know. It was uh, just from the beginning. It sounded fishy. Oh yeah, Chicago is cold as shit. So like, I can't imagine anyone out at two a.m. at a subway station. And I, I didn't research this, but I wanted like in terms of if the subway is open at the time you said it was open. But I'm very curious. But it just it just felt like a lot of bullshit because it's like, uh, for example, Trump supporters are are super gung ho that Trump isn't racist. So if they were going to perpetuate a racist attack, why the fuck would they wear a MAGA hat? Yeah. Like it just it kind of goes against <laughs> what they're trying the to whole say. Th- yeah, the whole thing. It just made no sense. And it's also just like who walks around with like a bottle of bleach waiting for Jesse Smollett? Oh, yeah, exactly. There was a lot of red flags. Yeah. I mean, I clearly walk around waiting for Jesse just so I can kiss the gay Tupac, as he said, but <laughs> I don't wait, walk around waiting for a fucking, what's it, a bottle of bleach. Yeah. I, I walk around with a bottle of bleach just in case I get something in my white shirt. Oh, of course. And and to whiten your skin because you're so Caucasian. Exactly. Have you seen um, Taika Waititi's <laughs> movie, uh, what's it called? Hunt for the Wilder People? 
No. So it's there's one of my favorite it's jokes. It's on my list, though. One of my favorite jokes is that there's like a wanted sign, and he's looking at the poster, and he says, two Caucasians. He goes, well, <laughs> they got that wrong because we're clearly white. <laughs> it's like very Taika Waititi yeah. right there. Oh, so good. But yeah, I, I think Caucasian is a funny word. It is. It's Half of it is Asian. Yeah, so when I'm, mad, when I'm mad at any of my white friends, like, get out of here, Caucasian devil. I mean, jokingly, of course. Come on. Yeah. yeah I'm not racist to white people, just to Harrison. It's okay. I've come to terms. Yeah. And the Navi. Man, I don't like the Navi. They, they, they're in really weird movies. Yeah. <laughs> Unobtainium. Not a fan. Not a fan. Get that away from America. I was just watching something, and the guy, and they say a person referenced avatar and somebody made a reference to avatar yeah and they're i really don't remember what it's from i wish i could um and 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 the person goes what and she goes it's from the navi (laughs) from avatar and they're like what never (laughs) it's like i got mad respect for the world he created it's just i felt that the story was a little bit too pocahontasy you know a little Mm. too dances with wolvesy yeah i just watched that recently Dances with Wolves, Pocahontas, time. or Avatar? Dances with Wolves. Okay. It's a dope one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. What the fuck is up with the comedy in the beginning of that movie? The dude farting. It's just like, yeah. this is, what? I want. I was literally with my neighbor, the same one that watched Detroit with me, and we were about to shut it off. Because it's like, I've been wanting to watch Dances with Wolves my whole life. Yeah. Because I heard it's like one of the greatest films of all time. Spoiler alert. It is. It's fucking epic. It's great. But like. I was already like, you also some... need three hours. Yeah. I was like, they're going to get some, <laughs> some white chick is going to be Native American. Obviously, when you watch the movie, you realize she's not playing Native American. But when you watch the trailer, you're like, what yeah. the fuck? The mom from Independence Day is Native American? What? She's not. She's not. It's probably the most hilarious flashback scene in cinema history. She like lays down in the field. Mm. The camera swoops in on her face. And it's just her as a kid running away yeah. from like evil like Native American tribes. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, the comedy. What did were you off put by the comedy yeah. in the beginning? I, I mean I watched it uh, uh a month or two ago. So Which, what is okay, the guy that peed himself when he says, I've pissed myself and there's nothing you can do about it. I am curious. Was he upset at the fact that nobody told him Kevin Costner was coming and he feels a little bit usurped? Like, what what did that mean? I don't know. I don't, the comedy and I didn't get because I, when I when I watched the, I put it on. I'm like, okay, this is a movie about a guy in the Civil War who is, you know, in a conflict with Indians, and then also the he went to India. Yeah. Oh. The Native, sorry, Native Americans. <laughs> I'm a dick. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Native Americans and 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 uh, the, you know the army. So when I saw that, I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I was like, where where are the Sioux? I'm like, I'm watching this movie to to so watch him fall in love with a Sioux woman, and there's this fat dude eating beans, farting in his face. I'm not trying. I shouldn't have said fat. That's fat shame. But like, <laughs> yeah, you just got like this dude just farting in his face, and what's the point? What? I think. I mean. So to play devil's advocate, I think that maybe he was. They did that to say that the their people he's with are pieces of shit. Oh, you know, I see. Like, I see what you're saying. Like he's the, the comedy was there. Like it was comedic because that you know he's saying that the guys he's around are not like genuinely good yeah. people as compared to him. And like because obviously you when see like the suit, yeah. through the whole, throughout the whole rest of the movie that he's like 
one of the best guys in the whole country. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, he's the only nice guy in yeah. America. <laughs> so I don't Do know. You think people like that actually existed? Like an actual? No offense to white. Yeah, people, yeah. But you think there was actually nice white so. folks back then? I think so because I mean, you. I mean, think about like in. Well, I guess it's the same period, the same time period, which with uh, when slavery, you know, like they or you did have whites helping you on your ground. Yeah, road. I mean, call. and then and then even even a little bit after that in the Holocaust, like there were Germans that saved Jews. So that's almost German. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so I mean, yeah, I I. I did you see that the actor that played Hitler in Downfall died? No. You know, Downfall, the one it's like. That Hitler movie that became the, the like the YouTube sensation where it's like Hitler getting mad at something and they put subtitles. Oh yeah, on. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that I guy, no, I didn't, I didn't. That guy died. I didn't see That's that. That's sad. <laughs> I just thought, we're talking about Ty- Hitler. We Ty- talked about Hitler a little few too many times today. Taika Waititi is playing Hitler in the movie. Oh, that's right. In, that's uh, right. But what's it called? Uh, An Indonesian Jewish man is rock, playing Rocket. Hitler. It's amazing. Rocket. Oh fuck, what's it called? Jojo Rabbit. Jo- yeah, Jojo yeah. Rabbit. Rocket. Rocket Rabbit. Know, that's, that's, <laughs> Rocket that, power. That's what it is. The, the DC version of Rocket Raccoon is Rocket Rabbit. <laughs> it would be, though. Yeah. DC can get pretty ridiculous. They're like, hey, man, we're running low in sales. What if we did a sequel to Watchmen? It's like, okay. On HBO. <laughs> Not even that. They ate the fucking Doomsday Clock. You remember Doomsday Clock? Yeah. Doomsday Clock was written like a year and a half ago. And it's still going things, on. Yeah, it's still going on. These things are supposed to come out once a month. Yeah. And it seems like they have no idea where to take the story. Every time I look, I'm like, when's the next issue come out? It's like, okay, this day. And I check on it. It's like, oh, no, next month. We met next month. And then originally it was supposed to be seven issues, and now it's 12. And there's always 12 just because, like, the clock thing. Oh. But it's just, uh, it's so annoying. Like, I, uh, they're piling up. And I got I got to issue five. It's like, I'm going to stop reading this shit. I'm just going to mm-hmm. buy them and then read it when it's all done. Yeah. I love Jeff Johns, but what the fuck are you guys doing? Just, like. Yeah, <laughs> Cock, man. At least have the first three cock locked and ready to rock before you do these. Yeah, you know? fuck. I don't know. I mean, I wish I wouldn't. I wish Imagine I knew. If a TV show did that shit. What they like release a pilot? Hey, you guys liked it? Give us a month. We got to shoot another one. No one would watch that Oof. show. Yeah, Psh, I wouldn't watch. Okay, I might watch that show. That sounds funny. <laughs> so it's like the most unorganized I, mess. <laughs> I mean. I'm sure there, there's been a show like that where they released the pilot and everyone liked it. And they're like, okay, here's another one. And then we might give you another one next month, but don't hold us to it. Yeah. <laughs> also, that'd be shitty if that's, TV shows were once a month. I'd sh- I, I would die. That's kind of where American Dad is right now. So, like, they're still on season 13. American Dad is still going on. Yeah. They switched networks. W- wait. What? Yeah. So, so not on Fox? No, they're on TBS now. Have you seen Yeah. So Seth MacFarlane really is trying to inch away from Fox, huh? I don't know. Uh, Family Guy's still on Fox, and Orville, so Orville. Orville's on Fox. It's because he because he's he's talked a lot of shit, rightfully so, about Fox, um, and he's like, I'm ashamed <laughs> that these motherfuckers have Fox News. That's a very curious thing that yeah. TBS purchased. I did not know that. But so like where they're at right now, so like only 13 episodes are out on, uh, like and that, but that they came out in like. 2000 between the end of 2016 to two, or I'm sorry oh, end of 2017 to like 2018 and then like when they switch networks they're still technically on third season 13 so they still haven't released the last the half oh my god and I think they just started coming out again like last last couple weeks oh my god yeah. that sounds that sounds like uh anxiety attack yeah <laughs> I hope I hope that they're they're taking their their, their meds or something to, yeah. to ease their anxiety <laughs> Or just smoking weed, whatever yeah. helps you. Yeah. Um, or meditation. 
Or shooting people in Grand Theft Auto. That helps me a lot. Or well, not Red or Dead. Because Red, yeah. Red, Red, Red Dead is really gory. Full wanted mode. <laughs> well, since I beat the game, I started doing the cheat codes. And mm-hmm. there's like there's a cheat code for full ammo. Mm-hmm. So you put explosive oh, that's bullets cool. on all your guns. Bro, I, you're in a movie because it's like one hit kills. Yeah. Because that's how it is in movies. Like, pew, and the guy goes down. It's like, shut the fuck up. Ripped apart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you shoot dude in the arm, and his arm goes fucking flying. That's sick, though. <laughs> Once I had a fucking... Okay, this... I still don't understand what happened. This guy was on a horse with me, running next to me, and I lassoed him, and it said I killed him. And then the all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, a leg rolls down the hill next to me, and apparently I lassoed his leg off. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I lasso people's legs my off. My roommate would like that story. That's funny. It's uh, just, I love how gory... It's like I'll find myself doing really despicable shit, like, like some guy will just say, we don't like your kind here. And all he means is like outlaws. Yeah. But I'm, I take it the wrong way. Oh, you don't like Latinos. Okay. So I string them up and then... Yeah, just, even though... There's a buck. Even yeah. though uh, Arthur's a white guy. I play as John Marsden, actually. Thank you very much. So... <gasps> what? I just spoiled it. Oh. Did I'm you? so sorry. No, you're good. You didn't hear what I said? You're going to hear when you're editing it. Probably. Fuck. I, I'll, I'll wait a bit longer to get back into the game. You just got You just got to play the game. Man. All right. You just got to beat it. Did you play the first one? No, I didn't play the first one. So the, the way the first one ends is, uh, I mean, are you going to play the first one? Probably not. So John Marsden makes a deal with the coppers, with the Pinkertons, okay. to bring in Dutch. And uh, Bill Williamson and Javier Escuela. And he kills Escuela, Bill Williamson, and then Dutch. There's a scene. I don't know if you've gotten to it, but there's a scene in Red Dead 2 that's mm-hmm. a complete homage. Okay. It's like a, a Dutch Dutch is standing on a cliff and he gives a speech about gravity. Yeah, I haven't seen that. In, in, in Red Dead gotten, 1, oh. and he's like giving a speech about gravity and then he jumps off the cliff and kills himself. <laughs> and then in Red Dead 2, they're standing so on a There's beach, no such thing as gravity. Well, no, you'll, you'll see what I mean. It's like it's like a really it's really dope. Uh, and he does the same speech, but he says we instead of I. And he's next to Arthur, and they jump off the cliff into a water like like mm. a, a current. But what happens essentially is the uh, John Marsden lives happily ever after at, at Beecher's Hope, Beecher's Ranch, I think. It was, no, Beecher's Hope. It's like this like ranch he created, and then the army comes knocking on your door, and there's like a hundred army guys, and John Marsden gets killed. You can't you play this gets fucking murdered. And then you switch to his son, and then you get vengeance on the people that killed oh, him. Cool. And then the game ends. Uh, so it's like, rock, like it's pretty fucking dope. That's pretty cool. I like, you know, I like stories when they do that, where it's like your main character just, just gets, gets murdered. murdered. I mean, like look at Psycho. Main character gets killed off in the first like twenty so minutes. <laughs> That's so dope. Yeah. But poor woman, though, man. Yeah. The things that Hitchcock. Woo! Yeah. There's like a famous story where he's like, "If you don't sleep with me, I'll ruin your career." <laughs> and uh, you haven't seen many other movies that she's made. For yeah. a reason, because and, uh, she had the fortitude, she had the the I don't know what the word is for it, but like the human decency to say no. Yeah. Not human decency. She just like that's self respect. No, not self respect either. Because back then, it's like, it's like a really bad time, especially for the, like the women were treated in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, SNL has like a really good uh, character that makes fun of it. That Kate McKinnon plays in. She's like, they would put laudanum in my veins. <laughs> it's like there's like a lot of shit that they would yeah. do to women. To I remember in, in film history class, um, like in right around 1910, they would, the crazy shit they would do to women when like Hollywood was first, when all the studios Gross. were first coming up, and it's they like, still fucking do it. Yeah, of course they do. 
Gross. Yeah. It's I like mean, Jennifer at- Lawrence still has to like work out before doing like a normal role. Even if she's playing a mom, I assure you the student pick you have to work out because body. Fuck, man. Even in even in a Star is born, like they do it to Lady Gaga's character too. The whole life. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so so Honest Trailers made a really good point. Mm-hmm. Where uh, one, the music, I just hate music manager characters in all movies because yeah. they're always bad guys. Honest Trailer definitely made fun of that well. <laughs> but one, one point that they said that I didn't think about was why would, did you watch it? Mm-hmm. Why would Jackson listen to that guy and kill himself? He wouldn't. I mean, Still like, fucking I, did. I know. I, I, know he's, I know that obviously when you watch the movie like a second time, you'll see that like, he was already planning on killing himself from the very beginning from the opening scene where the motherfucker was planning on killing himself. Yeah. But he just, he found a reason to live with the girl. I think, um, I think like the only reason he listened to it because he knew he fucked up, you know, he knew he like, he like embarrassed her and he's like, uh, okay. He didn't want to like keep doing that. It was interesting. Something. I don't know. What I find interesting is that like he embarrasses himself like that and they, they allude that you know the, the 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 general populace in America is being like really mean to him and harsh and mm-hmm. trolling him, and then when he dies, they allude that the general populace is like, "I love him so much." Well, I, thought, what, I thought that was fascinating. But as that's shit. usually what happens. Yeah, I mean, like right now with like the Michael Jackson documentary, people are like, "He's dead. Just leave it alone." It's like, well, if, if something actually happened, I don't give a fuck if someone's dead. Like, mm-hmm. let's find out what happened. Yeah, like this whole if you're dead, don't drag their name through the mud. Well, if you're a piece of shit, I'm going to drag your name through the mud. Yeah. You know, there's a famous rapper who died a year ago who famously beat his pregnant girlfriend and then almost killed his cellmate because his cellmate was gay and he thought he was going to get raped just because his cellmate's gay. It's like, bro, nobody ever said you ever been attractive or, or like nobody even said this guy's a rapist. Yeah. Almost beat him to death. So it's just like when he died, people were like, hey, man, you got to have respect for him. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like. He may have some dope songs like Moon Knight Up, Moon Knight Up, but like, uh, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, it's like Chris Brown. Fuck you, bro. Yeah. I don't give up. I was talking to a homie who's no longer a homie, not because of this, but this was one of the reasons okay. where I was like, uh, I got to start paying attention to this guy a little bit. But we were talking about the Rihanna situation, and mm-hmm. he was literally uh, defending Chris Brown. He's like, yeah, well, well, he's driving his car, and she's looking through his phone, and, you know, it's kind of like, I'd be pretty pissed. It's like, what? You see, did you see the phone? He's like, yeah, man, but, like, she was she was hitting him, and he was driving his car, like, 200 miles per hour. I was like, well, why didn't he just slow the car down and stop? I'm like, you know that he made it more dangerous by driving 200 miles. I mean, it wasn't 200, but by driving fast and hitting her at the same time. Yeah. There's like a cognitive dissonance happening in his brain. It's, just, it's like this. I can't. I just like, what the fuck? You're literally defending Chris Brown to me, to my face right now. Uh, yeah, this is mind boggling. I, I don't understand the. I mean, I, I guess I do. But I just, I can't. I. It's hard to fathom, like, that you would get to a point where you would hit a woman. Or just hit anyone. Or hit any, yeah. yeah. But I mean, especially a woman. Yeah, yeah. Especially a woman. Or because, not even that, just like the person you love and adore. Yeah. Clearly, uh, he didn't love her because he's cheating on her. But still, it's yeah. Like, fuck. But I mean, like, so like as as a as a man, you know, it's like you have where our strength is so much more than a woman. So it's like depending on the woman. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd if she's a CrossFit ex. UFC fighter, yeah. You, you, you. Well, I'd, I'd one <laughs> ex who she boxed and she would whoop my ass. And I I thought that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I just I'm like the girl I'm dating now. Are you into is submission super fit. stuff, dude? 
No, 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 no. I, I meant <laughs> just like kidding. I just meant like I always wanted to box her to no, get I'm my ass whooped because maybe I am in a submission shit. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that ain't the podcast to talk about yeah. it. But <laughs> is it? <laughs> just like without my dick. Is that why you got into boxing? Yep. It's, I want to get beat up by like surly men. It's just like what I'm really into. That's why I love westerns. Is like yeah. sweaty, disgusting yeah, smelling people. That's why I wrestled. You you just want to smell that man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no wrestling. Uh, the smell of the locker room still haunts me in wrestling. Oh, you wrestled too? Oh yeah. There's just like some a lot of crazy shit happens in the locker room. That sounded really sexual, but it was. I just mean like. I'd be trying to shower and these motherfuckers would like roll up the towels and start hitting me with it. Yeah, I never showered. I just went home. Yeah. No, I started going home after that because like I can't this is annoying. Yeah. One dude started doing a helicopter, if you know what I mean, and just like cornered me. It was like and he's like, ha 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 helicopter. I'm just like oh, I'm just trying to shower, dog. Like I, uh, I'm 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 okay that you have a proud penis, <laughs> but don't fling it at me. Yeah. Because you wouldn't fling it at anyone else. Yeah, no one wants to see that. Uh, I mean, there's I, there's certainly people that want to see it, but I did not give you uh, consent, well, good well, sir. So you don't want to see yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, Maybe yeah. I did, Harrison. I, well, yeah, I, I, I don't want to speak for I'm you. Just, I don't, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> no, I'm no. just being a huge dick. Um, yeah, there was, some, there was a lot of – I got cornered into a closet one time because – Right when I was starting freshman year, I had my hair was kind of. Was R. Kelly there? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, was there was a kid named Ryan Kelly. Really? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the closet. Um, no. And I pull out my gun. <laughs> no, I got shoved into a closet and then they were going to bring, like, they brought out clippers, like, to, like, shave my head. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm going to get a haircut. And they're like, fuck no, we're shaving your head. Wrestling team? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and luckily my friend who was the captain, he, bust and he's like dude leave him alone you can't cut his hair he's jewish he's got to get it done by a special guy he like <laughs> they're like oh really and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> <coach hair>. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing so they didn't shave my head but <laughs> there's wow. a lot of hazing in my in my uh yeah they shaved every person's head except for mine um i, I didn't give a shit cut. and they knew that i think was the problem because like there's a few years where i cared and then I started getting into movies, and I was like, I'd be at practice thinking like I'd just rather be editing right mm. now. Um, and you could you could sense because like I, I I don't blame them for the way that they got annoyed with me towards the end because it's just like it's a it's legitimately a waste of space and time if you're there mm-hmm. working out but your mind is somewhere else. It's like if I went to the boxing gym now, yeah, and I'm just like like legitimately it's okay if you're thinking about something else, but like legitimately just like I don't want to uh, be here. You're uh, like every time, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be here. It'd be a be waste of time and a waste of space that yeah. another person could be hitting that bag. I was a I was a clock watcher for three years. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, senior year, I was like, nah. Yeah. I, I watch the clock sometimes me. when it's like the pads. Because like, like when you hit the last 30 seconds, the motherfucker's like, all right, you got to hit them. You can't stop. You just go one, two, one, two, one, two, mm-hmm. two. And it's like by second 28, like your shoulders are on fire. That's also because I'm not a fighter. Like a yeah. real fighter might listen to this and be like, what an idiot. <laughs> what a pussy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. a fighter, okay? <laughs> just make movies about people fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I realized? What's your that? podcast is called Written, Directed, and we haven't talked about any movies. We've like we haven't, ta- we've, only, we haven't we've only talked about. We've been talking about movies a lot this whole time. Talk no, I mean, I mean like our movies. Our movies? No, we haven't. You got to tell the world about your feature. Yeah, you told him it's a buddy traveling. Yeah. Oh, they know. They know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, this is episode thirty-eight, buddy. What? Yeah. Why is that? Just found out about this. I don't you know. Son of a bitch. I don't know. Did you, you just started the the Instagram page? Yeah, I just started the Instagram What's like your um, demographic here that listen? You know, I don't know. Um, I'm s- no one. I have. Uh, 
Shame on you guys. No one's interacting with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not sure. Um, I just, you know, I called it written directed by, but it was, I, I don't think I intended. You know 38 directors? Yeah. No, Holy shit. I don't. Oh, uh, I don't know 38 directors. Um, so Much I, less ones that write I've, I've, I think I've only had, I think out of all of them I've done, I probably have like 15, no, probably like 12 guests. Okay. I think the rest I've done solo. Um, and most of the people that I've had on so far have been either an actor, uh, a DP or a director. Uh, I had a band come on, uh, they played like a little acoustic diolio. It must've been a nightmare for, for sound. Yeah. I had like 15 microphones. So, oh my God, sounds, <laughs> um, it was cool though. But you saw like, I mean the whole, the whole point was to like, just chat with people that I respect and like that are grinding away at their work and like they're doing the thing that they're passionate about and i just wanted to see like what made them so passionate about their work so what makes you passionate about your work? it's uh my whole life i thought to myself i want to be in harrison's podcast yeah nice. now that i'm here i just quit cinema now cool i'm good you know what's thinking that's before. another that's another one guy that's that's uh we're 10 for 10 oh perfect <laughs> <laughs> um i used to want to be on charlie rose but he got canceled so I thought you were the next best thing. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate Don't it. Don't get canceled. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> Wait, I just realized why he got canceled. Yeah. Oops, I should not have made that joke. Oh, why do, oh. It was sexual harassment. That's right. I forgot about that, dude. What a dick. There's a lot of... Yeah, Matt Lauer. Did you read about Matt Lauer? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot of that shit. And I can't... I, like, I'm still waiting for more. It's. I feel like it's It's like de- like plateaued, but we'll find another one. <laughs> just like it's just it's just terrifying to think um like when i watch stranger things i'll just mm. you know bad thoughts are creeping in my brain where i'm just like i really hope that someone's protecting these kids from like the awful world oh, of Hollywood, yeah, of, just yeah. Like, of like the drugs and the partying and all that shit it's just just hope i hope i, I mean, hope that, that people let them be kids that, you know? uh, yeah i mean like i feel like that shit you can't really protect someone about like so if you i mean i'm not from la so i really don't know but i feel like if you grow up here then you're just more easily susceptible to like going to parties and shit because like that's kind of the culture here it's just like let's go parties let's do drugs let's nightlife so it's like if you're around it then you're gonna either be like nah it's not for me or fuck yeah whether you're 12 or you're 30 it's also like there's like a lot of like toxicity i remember i saw a toxicity uh, (laughs) i remember uh i was at like this q a for stranger things Mm -hmm. and finn or fion wolf or whatever the fuck his name is uh, the one that's in it mm-hmm. was walking. Something. Yeah, this fucking like 45, 50 year old woman just runs up to him and grabs him and then turns to her friends like, I touched him. Oh my God, I touched him. And it's like, the, the, I don't know what that would do to your ego. I'm not saying that the kid has an ego in a yeah. bad way. I just mean like, I just, it, that seems very detrimental to your brain where you're like a 14 year old kid. Oh yeah, especially as a kid. Like just, that just sounds like, just like be a child. You, know? yeah. you should be fucking... Playing with toys, like talking about whatever you're attracted to. I mean, you, you know see, what I mean? like what happens to these childhood actors, like especially like, like Corey Feldman, that poor guy. Yeah, or dude. like, or like even kids, or like uh, actors, like when we were in shows that when that were on air when we were growing up. It's yeah. like you know, like the Olsen twins. You know, like what happened. You know, it's like sh- it's interesting what happens. Their sister's these, killing it though, which oh, is crazy. Yeah. yeah, I didn't for a while. I didn't realize that. that there was a relation, and I'm like, "Oh wait, Olsen!" Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like how as the Avenger movies go by, her accent, oh yeah, slowly dissipates because she had one, and now she doesn't. <laughs> it's just a bad accent. Yeah. No offense to her, it's just like 
it's not as bad as Aaron Taylor Johnson's accent in Avengers 2. It's like, what? You're too slow? What are you doing? What? What, what is this, bro? Yeah. Or like the, the one German scientist in Avengers 2 is like, hello, I am German scientist. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. you might see Amazing Spider-Man 2. That was that is probably my favorite generic uh, German scientist because it's it's like legitimately like they watched every 80s movie. It's like that's old German scientist with glasses. Yes, yes, yes. Nazi, Nazi. Yes, German. <laughs> It's like, whoa, man, this is kind of racist, bro. Not racist, but like um, little, no, uh, stereotypical. Stere- yeah. It's like, man, I, I, bet you, I bet you German people probably watch movies and like, man, these people are assholes. At least some German films. Probably. You know? I mean, not German, some American films. And I wonder if maybe they watch and they're like, ah, we deserve this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I do feel bad for Arab Americans. They get like, leg- and Asian Americans just get shit on so fucking hard in movies. They're like, it's either they're like like uh, in movies like Asian American mm-hmm. characters are usually relegated to like the best friends best friend. Mm-hmm. This is so stupid to me. It's yeah. just so stupid. So as as a Latino, how do you like use your film to like break those stereotypes? Well, I hate white people. I'm just kidding. Well, I know that because <laughs> um, like some uh, before you go, but because um, sometimes I have like there's stories that I want to write right or, or or direct, and it's like okay, am I? We're in a we're getting to like a point where it's like okay what can what are like white people okay are allowed to talk about make and blah 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 without people getting offended like i want to make a i have like an awesome story for like uh, a samurai mm-hmm. you know and I, it's a story that i've had in the back of my mind for a while so it's like would it be okay for a white guy to do that you know and like my, say all these things you the know the girl i'm dating right now is from japan mm-hmm. and clearly she's not the purveyor of all of japan because no one is but i had the same exact conversation with her because i was like I'm a Latino man, and I have this idea for a samurai film, and the reason why I don't pursue it is because I'm a Latino man. So my idea was always I'll just write a first draft and then give it to a Japanese filmmaker. Yeah. But then she's like, wait, 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 wait. If you do the research – and she brought up Detroit. She said if you do the research like with Detroit, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit where you're from as long as you do it well. Yeah. Just, and then she said just don't make The Last Samurai. Because right. Last Samurai, there's moments of uh, where you can tell Edward Swick really cares about it. Japanese culture mm-hmm. and there's times where you can tell he's just romanticizing it mm. uh, and, it's, and like one thing she said that I thought was fascinating was mm-hmm. like don't romanticize our culture especially yeah. if you're not from it yeah because it's like oh that makes a lot of sense yeah I mean it makes perfect sense I Man, do you just do your fucking research bro fucking Shogun if I'm not mistaken Shogun was written by some white dude and that's one of the most famous samurai books ever uh, James something mm. I don't know they're turning into an AMC show now so we'll see how that goes interesting yeah, I mean, or just do Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, if if I mean, uh, that's is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Toshiro Mifune was oh, Toshiro Mifune to, was supposed yeah. to be. He, that would have been interesting as Obi Wan. Wouldn't I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it would have been cool. I don't know, like what would have. I wonder, like, just what would have happened. Well, I just don't know if George Lucas could get a performance out of him because, yeah. like, Sir Alec Guinness is Sir Alec Guinness. So the you reason, could barely get one out of him. Exactly. And even that performance is pretty decent, but you watch yeah. Sir Guinness and like Lawrence of Arabia, like what the fuck? I mean, have you seen some of Tashir Mifune's old movies when he was older? Not when he was older. The last, the oldest film I saw of his, it was probably like Sanjuro, maybe. Yeah. So he was probably, I think he was like fifth, around like late forties, mid forties, early around 50s. that time. Yeah. So like he did, he was acting all the way up until his like seventies. Did he ever act in um, any English speaking roles? I'm not sure. I'm very curious. I don't to think see. he did. I think he did all. 
I'm I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure he only did Japanese roles. What's that spaghetti western he did? It was like Red Sun or something like that. Yeah, I, I that's a I'm I'm I was I started a phase of all Akira Kurosawa like watching. Yeah. and I haven't finished, and that's on the list still. Yeah, Kurosawa is dope. Yeah, this he's was... my favorite foreign film director. Oh hell yeah! Like the, his his genius of of the way he blocks a scene, the way he moves the cameras, like I'm just like I don't even I, like that's pure genius. There was like this. There's I forget which movie it was in, um, but he was it started on one guy, and there was like a three it was a room with three people and it started on the camera started on one guy and then it just kind of just you don't even realize that it's moving down. Is it like, high and low? Probably, and it just goes up and you're like. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like high and low is probably my favorite. Yeah. in terms of like photography it's just yeah. gorgeous i mean obviously seven samurai is incredible mm-hmm. like there's like this one shot six in my brain always where it's like uh, this dude lifts up a rice bowl and it comes into frame perfectly like the the bowl of rice mm-hmm. it's just um i'm a so sergio leone is like my favorite director in terms of visual mm-hmm. but visually sergio leone and kurosawa are very 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 similar mm-hmm. like 99 the same guy, yeah which is fascinating well i mean um one's inspired by the other. Yeah. I mean, look at Magnificent Seven, you know. Yeah. Like the same thing, just guys with guns. Yep. <laughs> What's fast, what I find fascinating about that is that uh, Kurosawa was really into John Ford, and he thought to himself of doing, like, the lone gunslinger, but mm. the lone samurai. And then Sergio Leone watches Yojimbo. He's like, that's dope. But what if instead of a lone samurai, I made a lone gunman? Yeah. And then he does, and then he, he does Fistful spaghetti western lines. films. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then, dollars more. And then, and then a bunch of Japanese folks are like, oh, that's dope. What if we did a spaghetti western with samurai movies? <laughs> and it's just like this like back and yeah. forth for a while between Italy and Japan that was like this a lot of great cinema happened. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm fascinated with with uh character, so. He's good. Yeah. Toho Studios, baby. Um so you you mentioned I, I did want to ask you, you did mention smoking wheat earlier. <laughs> and do you smoke often? Like, I'm not gonna judge you. I'm Maybe. just curious. Okay. Sometimes. Um, yes. Do you find like okay. okay? So people, I know like people use it for a certain reasons. Like I use it uh, to just like chill the fuck out. Do you use it like as a way to like get more creative? Like sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm kind of like trying to like find some inspira- more inspiration. I, I wonder use if this it will to help. get normal, man. Cool. There's too much in my brain. No, I, I don't know. Just like like and have mm-hmm. the homies. Sometimes I'll usually get creative or whatever, but um, oh, in terms of like writing, it's just like uh, writing all states of minds, except for like, I mean, I'll probably get drunk maybe once every like two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't write drunk because that's just, I'll yeah. be aiming for the cake, you know, keep hitting J, you know? Right. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes, for example, there's like the, the, the comedy that I did, Viper. That it's uh, it's like this like really absurd 1980s comedy about this uh, this cop who travels to the future to fight crime with lightning powers. It's just like really bad on purpose. So clearly that yeah. while writing it, we were stoned as shit. Makes sense. And then, uh, uh, we had a pr- like our screening recently. We had two screenings and they went well. People asked for a sequel. That's great. Um, so with the we did like a writers' room for the sequel, and we got really baked. <laughs> And the, we were supposed to meet for like an hour, and that turned into like six hours. And we came up with 
five more vipers. Oh shit! <laughs> it's gonna like, turn it into a feature. I sh- I ship. I don't like. It's so weird because I was thinking like I don't know if I can extend the joke to a feature, but I know I can okay. extend it to a bunch of twenty minute movies. Yeah. Because like what Why I mean by that's turn like, into a series. Yeah, I mean like that's that would be the idea. Is just mm-hmm. like uh, uh, use the first two and and like send it to motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, people keep telling me like, hey, send it to Adult Swim or El Rey Network. It's like, okay, do you know anyone there? Because yeah. that would be fire. Yeah. Um. Or send it to Ted Sarandos. Yeah. Who's that? Like, Netflix, head up Netflix. Yeah, I head up Netflix. Yeah. My homies at Netflix. <laughs> or send it to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, just, you know, Jeff, 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 and I, we kind of had a falling out. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry, I just wasn't. I forgot about that. Yeah, dude, I wasn't fond of the hours he was in, uh, putting on his warehouse workers, but I could send it to good old Steven. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, my good friend. We go, we go way back, yeah. dude. He used to be on my uh, Quidditch team. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. He was the captain for a while, but we had to let him go. That's another yeah. story. Yeah, he's getting up there. Yeah, he's he's not the best Quidditch player, but he's 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 getting there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just getting that lift off on the broom, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude, he just doesn't believe hard enough. <laughs> you have to believe, bro. <laughs> um, I see a question that says, "What do you do for fun?" Yeah, yeah. What do you do? I always like to send you nudies. Yeah, that is. It's my favorite thing to do for fun. fun. I'd say. I'll just be like bored in the street, and I'm just be like, I'm gonna go in the corner and send a nudie to Harrison. It's always fun. They're, yeah. they're random. They come randomly at random times. There's times where Harrison's on a date. He gets a nude. And he's like, you know what? This date is concluded. I'm going to hang out with Jordan now. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like, I can't, it sounds so stupid. Like hanging out with my girlfriend. She's dope. No, that's we'll, awesome. Yeah, we'll get stoned. Watch Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Watch movies. I like to hang out with the homies. Yeah. Uh, I like boxing a lot. Um, and Red Dead Redemption. I'm a boring person outside of movies. I've learned that because it's just like I think movies is my shit. The end. I think I think all people are tend to be boring outside of their their passion. Yeah, you know, like the passion takes over so much of your yeah, life. I mean, but that, and that's that's the reason I, I asked this question because it's everyone's answer is different. There's no like, oh yeah, I just do this. It's like no. Wait, it, does making movies count as doing shit for fun? I mean. It does, but I think what where I, I'm trying to get is like so outside of like your like your your main drive. Yeah. Like what is it like? What do you like to do that like keeps you sane? And like for Definitely me, it's boxing. like what's that boxing? For me, boxing for sure. Yeah, it's like and it's like even for me, it's like okay, that means like drawing. But it's like sometimes I use drawing for my filmmaking. And it's yeah, like, hell yeah, so, hell so yeah. it's like I never, I don't know, you know. So it's bro, it's, why don't you go? Bo- you're in LA. There's like a boxing gym. Every corner in yeah. LA. It's like I actually want to get back into wrestling. Believe it or not, is there is there like wrestling gym? No idea. I'm gonna. I want to look though. You might. You if you type in wrestling gym, it might be some WWE shit. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I I I, I only want to get called? back into it enough to go to a tournament and just like try to fuck shit up. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't want to go to a boxing tournament because I, I like my face. Yeah. It's it's not the best face, but. <laughs> It definitely wouldn't look better with an even more broken nose. I broke my nose during wrestling on a, oh, during a match. I chipped this tooth wrestling. It's perfect. Just a little. Just we're a such little. manly men wearing yeah. wearing those yeah. tiny. What were they called? Singlets. Singlets. Yeah. Oh my god. I um, I still my one ear just has a, on the top has a little bit of cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 I've, much. I though. avoided the cauliflower. I had a friend that um, became a re- uh, fighter like a. Like he was trying to become a professional fighter, and his ears—he would get them drained constantly. Gross. Yeah, there was a um, 
what was it called? There was like this weird, like, it wasn't herpes or nothing, but we'd call it herpes. A ringworm. Oh my God, dude. There was a ringworm outbreak and we had to stop for a while. I got it. I think everyone got it. I didn't get it. If you if you don't get ringworm. Fuck you. I did it for five years and didn't get ringworm. Oh, uh, Really? Because I'm I'm a cleanly motherfucker. Me so too. Like I'm I hate I'm like a I'm om, I'm almost a, like a germaphobe. I'd ask. I mean, judging by your house, definitely. <laughs> but like, I'd, I would ask like the coaches, like, did you actually wash that singlet? And like, yes, Jordan. All right. Oh, see, it. we got to take ours home, so I washed my singlet. See, that sounds way more satisfying. Yeah. Than having. Oh. Yeah. Um, Imagine having to share boxing gloves. I'd throw up. Oof. One dude at the gym is like, hey, can you tie up my gloves again? They came loose. I'm like, of course. And I went to grab it. Gross. And it was literally just like puddles of. Oh. That's not okay. Yeah. It was disgusting. And I was just like sitting there, like trying to tie it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to touch your sweat. I'm easily grossed out myself. So. Yeah. I'm grossed uh, out by sweat. Like, you can punch me in the face. You can bleed all over me. But don't. Yeah. Don't sweat all over me. That's disgusting. I, I, I agree. I agree with that. Blech. Don't spit on me either. <laughs> that's hard. That's hard to avoid in boxing, though, because you have to. You have to go like. S- 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 well, okay. every every punch, you'll forget to fucking yeah. breathe. So you I just mean, you're covered yeah. in spit by the end of a match. That's that's unavoidable. Though. Yeah, I feel bad for my for like the trainers when they're doing the pads and you're just like, sa, 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 sa. <laughs> and it's just like they just took a shower. <laughs> um, oh, that's why my trainer always wore that like sneeze guard, huh? Yeah, that makes sense. That's smart. That's uh-huh. Smart. But yeah, I mean, as far as a hobby. For me, guys, I've been I've, I've been wanting to get into stand up. Do it. So I um. And you got a podcast. That's a, that's a hobby, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a mind. really hard hobby to do. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's, what do you cut on? Do you, do you just cut it like on Pro Tools or something? I use um, since I I do video, I just bring it in Premier. the Premiere, Perfect. and then I just do the whole. I do the audio in Premiere. If I need to change it, I'll bring in an audition. I do a lot of audio shit in Premiere too. Like it's I downloaded easy. fucking sound. Not download. I add like a CD. Mm-hmm. And then I ripped it onto the laptop, and for some reason, on the laptop, the 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 songs were starting two seconds late, so oh. I had to bring in every song in a premiere oh. and re-export it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it was worth it though, because I listened to the song. It's it's uh, two mules for Sister Sarah. It was a great soundtrack. It was like, uh, fuck, it's a lot of work. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, but stand up was always something in the back of my mind. It would be, be cool to try. And I'm in like one of the meccas for it, so okay. it's like, why not just fucking yeah, why not try, try it once? Yeah. Like a couple months ago, I I played guitar on stage for the first time, and I've been oh, how was that? Uh, inside, I was shitting myself, <laughs> um, but I guess outside, I was keeping it together. That's good. It was it was exhilarating. It's I mean, I've been playing for eleven, twelve years, and I've never played in front of people other than like my ex girlfriend or like family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like it'd be cool to be on stage and. Uh, my buddy was just like, yeah. Why do you play guitar in front of your ex-girlfriend? I'm just kidding. Um, well, sometimes she's like, hey, she's like, hey, I'm like, hey, can I sing you a song? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is with my ex. I call her up and say, hey, I want to serenade you tonight. You're like, I want, I want you to box me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't talk to that ex. She is terrible. Oh. <laughs> not not a good person. <laughs> Cheated on a, me. Oh, High five. <laughs> I've had bad luck Except the girl I'm dating now She's super dope she's, That's awesome uh, I mean she's getting into anime So Yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly She's like uh, uh, Like a dude Oh not dude Wow A girl version of <laughs> well, she's me She's a dude you, I, I was going to say a dude version of me But like I'm already a dude So that, that sentence makes no sense Unless you're transitioning I don't 
I well, no, I'm not. I'm not. But that's, yeah, exactly. So like that sentence <laughs> would make no sense. I know. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so she's she's definitely like the 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 home girl version of me. That's awesome. She's a home girl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> she's I a mean, homie. That's awesome. That's what that's all you can ask for. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who can get down with the homies and exactly. uh, chill. Yeah, she does a lot of photography, like by trade, not a photography like not hobby, like mm-hmm. by trade. So that's pretty dope. That's cool. Yeah, she gets a lot of good gigs, and I'll be like watching. It's like fuck, that's dope. That's awesome. How'd you meet her? Hinge. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm yeah, not. Nice. I, I'm hating the the online shit. Go to that. Hinge because that's where I'm on. I'm on it. You on it? Yeah. I, I, I felt that Hinge is a lot more. Uh, do you do you write personalized? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay, good, good, good. Because that's yeah. that. I it's find, definitely it's definitely way better than anything else. It's just I. The other ones whole, are just about sex. Yeah. So if you're looking for a boo, oh, and don't I, go on Tinder. And when I went out, when I came out here and I went on Tinder, I was like, oh, this is all hookers now. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, they say flowers. Yeah. Must bring flowers. I've seen that a lot on Twitter. Really? That means Jeez. that means uh, money. Oh, okay, okay. But I found I I was I was really curious to see what the guy perspective, like the woman perspective, was on Tinder. So I switched it, uh, my character to female, looking for male just to see the Your straight character. the straight homies. Uh-huh. <laughs> straight character. I said character. Wow. <laughs> the, the straight homies. Yeah. And there's there's also a lot of straight homies. There's like flowers, flowers, flowers. It's Jesus. Like, I mean, like, I don't know, dude. Fuck it. You know, yeah. make, make that money. Make that money, homie or homegirl. However, however you got to do it. Yeah. No judgments here, man. It's, it's L.A. You got to do it somehow. It's not, it's not like I just I just asked someone to meet me under the overpass over there. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah it's not my place to tell you that's wrong. Yeah. But uh, hopefully I'm going to get like a studio soon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Little motel room. Um, studio apartment. Do just. you do you DP all your, your work? No, I don't double penetrate. Oh. I'm not into that. I don't have two penises, Harrison. Sorry. That makes sense. So, um, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I deep. Not really. Sort of. I don't know. Music videos, yes. Okay. Um, the movies, is each one's a different DP. Gotcha. Um, that said, with the sequel to Viper, I might DP that one. Okay. Did you do the first one? No, my friend Kevin did, okay. but he that, that that was his. Um, what's the opposite of inaugural? Final, I guess. Yeah, I guess but that was his final performance as a DP, oh, really? and he's graduated to direct. He's a great, great fucking director. Um, so it makes sense for him to no longer DP. But the thing is that the by sheer nature of Viper being ridiculously low budget, mm-hmm. it's hard to find a DP that's down to just be like, "Hey, I'll come yeah. shoot." Once a weekend for like a month, right? You know what I mean, it's just hard to find. Um, so that's why I might just uh, DP it out of necessity, out right, of right, necessity. Right. But I have a homie who's like a professional DP that said he'd be willing to what what him and I called. I mean, there's we don't have a second unit, but what we call the first unit, where like there's like a, a big scene in a warehouse mm-hmm. at night where it's Ben Stryker fist fighting eight people, uh, and I want it lit at night with neons. I could just put it during the day and it'd be easy as shit, but no, I want to drink neons. And like, I, I just, uh, I've been trying to comprehend it cause it's an action scene. Right. So, you're, so it's like, you have to light for every single fucking shot. So if we're doing that for an action scene, that's just going to, uh, my brain broke. So, so he, he might, uh, he might do that. And there's a, there's other chick, Emma that I've been talking to. She's really dope too. Uh, she might help it do that one too, depending uh, whichever one's more excited to work yeah. on, well, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, they're both good film, the good 
like DPs. So yeah. I'm not like trying to make them a competitor. I think it's just whoever you vibe with best for the specific yeah, of project. Of course. You know? Yeah. Because like the homie that I was talking to, the dude homie, he, he's going to be doing Lobo. Uh, so we're, we're going to see if we can do comedies together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Well, it's dope. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have this one question. I, I just came up with it today and I thought it might be interesting or not. But um, do you have any, like, as a filmmaker or just in general, do you have any, like, fears about things? Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm like, very uh, socially conscious. Not socially. Uh, so, what's the word I'm looking for? Socially anxious filmmaker. Okay. Um, Why? I don't know, dude. Like, like with Viper, for example, I thought it was uh, I made a mistake in shooting it. It's like no one's gonna like this movie. It's a piece of shit. Why did I do this? And then you so know, you're just self-deprecating filmmaker, man. Oh yeah, dude. I constantly shit on myself. Um, don't get me wrong. There's still times where I'm like I'm proud. Like when mm-hmm. I saw Viper in the big screen and people laughed at the jokes. Yeah, you know, proud of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, th- I I definitely learned with Viper that if you're feeling anxious about something, screen it. And then you'll know for sure. Like, like legitimate, like not screen it for your homies, like screen it for people you don't know. Yeah. And they'll be up front with you. Makes, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I'm terrified. I'm always terrified. But I feel like in terms of writing, if you're terrified about what you're writing, mm-hmm. generally, you'll do good. Yeah. You'll do well because it's, it's a good sign to be scared of it. Yeah. That's, that's been my mindset recently just about anything in life is that if it, if the thing you're about to do genuinely genuinely terrifies you, then it's probably the right thing to do. I mean, unless it's drugs, you yeah, know, like hardcore, like or like murder, <laughs> then don't do it. Oh my god! Yeah, like there's but. this uh, this feature I've been writing uh, that it's a like a love feature mm-hmm. set in the West, and it's genuine, generally, genuinely terrifying. Because I got to the second act now, and now I'm like, holy shit, I have to write them falling in love now. Fuck. Yeah. Never done this before. So I've been watching just like just a stupid amount of love movies from Gone with the Wind to Makes sense. Stars Born, yeah. Wolf, just like all all the love movies. Yeah. But the thing is that most love movies that I've been watching, unfortunately, are seen through the man's perspective, and the script is not that at all. It's like through a, uh, a woman, through a nun. Mm. And uh, so it's, I've been trying to find more like female led like romance films. So if. Your audience knows anyone? Yeah, let you have any. me know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any, but it's like you said, there. There's Blue Jasmine, but it's not really a romantic film. Yeah. Per oh, the Woody say. Allen movie. Yeah, fuck Woody Allen. Why fuck Woody Allen? Huh? <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, he's he's he um <clears throat> he seems very problematic as a human being. I'll, I'll say it at that. Yeah, he should probably smoke some weed. He should probably just not make movies <laughs> and just not be put in positions of power anymore. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> Louis C.K. Who said that? I don't know. He's, 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 said that. he's trying to make a comeback. He so was stupid. performing. He was, he yeah, went. then he was fucking making fun of the Parkland survivors. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? I heard, I don't know if that's true, he might be working on a new special trying to put together. <laughs> So it's like Harvey Weinstein when he's been he's been trying to put together a documentary about him. Mm-hmm. I saw that on No Film School. It ain't gonna happen, dog. It'd be no. like fuck you. But like when uh, Spacey put put out that movie and it only made like eight bucks. <gasps> oh yeah, the Billionaire Boys Club. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, e- just like the movie looked like trash because like the the trailer, not trailer, the poster was literally Wolf of Wall Street, the same font in the yellow background. You guys suck. <laughs> and even in the box, it's like you guys suck. Yeah. Not like the filmmaker, just like the marketing team behind that just sucks. Bad marketing. What, do you, what can what, what can you expect? You got baby, <laughs> you got like before this is before the Kevin Spacey shit when the first trailer dropped. But you got Baby Driver and Kevin Spacey in a movie like. It shouldn't be that hard to sell your film. Yeah. But, you know, they cut a bad trailer. I didn't even see a trailer. It's hilarious. You should check it out. It's pretty generic. It's like a, like a film school movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's good film school movies like... Oh, yeah. Like like Machete. Not Machete. Uh, El Mariachi. Yeah. Or Clerks. So he made he made that movie for $5,000. Insane. Yeah. I wonder how much clerks cost. That's probably pretty cheap too. Probably. I, I like forget. I, re- I know 15. I read. I know I read the, his book. We can look it up. Uh, here, let's, let's let's take a look on the internet. Mm. Um, I do have one question that I'd like to ask. That I have guy. one answer. Okay, cool. Um, that I ask everyone is is who or what inspires you to to, to make choose movies? one person. Uh, yeah, I mean, even if it's multiple people, even if it's a book, if it's a movie, you know, it just inspires you to keep making movies and to keep, like, driving your passions. Um, It's a mixture of anger and music, I guess. Okay. Because, like, I get angry at, like, a lot of, like, political thinking majiggies mm-hmm. and just write movies about it. So it's, like, for example, the love movie I'm writing right now, the one I was talking about previous, the one with the nun. Yeah. Um, I was just like really angry reading about the treatment of Native Americans in Spanish missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the film completely just fucking highlights that with this like Native American lead, the woman mm-hmm. who's pretending to be a nun. Spoiler alert, but it's not like anybody's going to see the fucking movie until 10, 15, 20 years from now. So it's not really a spoiler. Um, Somebody who's going to be like, dude, I listened to this podcast <laughs> and you, you talked about this movie. You Spoiled it. <laughs> I'm sorry. So if I ever make a movie with a nun, just know she's not really a nun. Just a Native American lady hiding out to be a nun. She plays it's actually Olone Tribe, mm-hmm. for those out there who are curious. But she plays Olone Tribe, and the Olone Tribe are very like Californios. Uh, they were unfortunately, uh, not the word is, but um, I can't find a stronger word for hurt right now. But they were definitely hurt by the Spanish missions. It's like. Um, this is a crude number. I I don't remember the number right now, okay. but it was something like three hundred thousand entered and like fifteen thousand and exited the the mission system when it after the desecularization act. So they were like, so it's like the thing is like they, they were mass. It was like a mass genocide or a little bit, yeah. Because but it wasn't just all lone tribes that were that were murked. It was like a lot, just like Native American general. Because okay. it was it was under the guise of trying to take the wild lands of Alta California and, and mm. you know, civilize them. Right. And to bring the word of the Catholic Church to Native Americans. But the thing is, there was, like, a lot of, like, brutal rapings and murders and whippings that happened. And you weren't allowed, like, if you're a Native and you entered the mission system, you weren't allowed to leave. Gotcha. Um, and you just did a lot of forced labor. And the thing is that, like, um, Junipero, Francis Junipero, uh, uh, Francis last name right now, he's, he's just been... Uh, he's been sainted. I don't call him a saint. He ain't a saint to me. I'm not Catholic either, but he ain't a saint to me. Mm. 
um, because in his mind, whenever a Native American would die at the treatment of his men, he said, that's another soul that I saved that I sent to heaven. Um, hmm. So there's like this kids in California have to make a Spanish mission toy diorama Okay. in fourth grade. Can you imagine if German kids had to make a concentration camp diorama? It's fucked up to me. I think I think it's like insane the way that that Spanish missions are are taught in schools to the point where I didn't know the genocide was happening, uh, uh, and then I read about it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible!" Yeah, well, they try to censor a bunch of shit, you know. Jeez. Um, but but the Germans they apparently they do learn about the Holocaust quite a bit. That's in good. School. No, I just meant like building like a diorama. No, like yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, built a diorama to genocide. Like there, I mean, like I've heard stories of like um, social studies books even trying to write out certain things. Like, yeah, um, there was one that made the rounds a couple years ago <laughs> that said the Native Americans <laughs> gave their land as a gift to the whites. <sighs> It was like some like fourth grade textbook, maybe second oh, grade. It's like <sighs> that's not what happens. It's like the thing is like with that shit. It's like if you're not really interested in learning more, it's like you'll just take yep. take it for that what that is. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from um, politics and and being mad at it, like what and music and music. Yeah, so like uh, I've always said that Hans Zimmer is like. And Eni Marconi, like my number one mm-hmm. sources of inspiration. They're like the one I'm before I can even write a script, I need to know what the soundtrack sounds yeah. like. I need to have at least the the needle drops, mm-hmm. half of them chosen, so I know what That's, the fuck's going on. Doesn't um, I'm pretty sure uh, Guillermo del Toro does it. He like put like put think, together a soundtrack yeah. and then he'll like write to whatever that. Yeah, exactly. So I have my I have like my playlists and a note. It's like, uh, for example. I'll, I'll talk about this since I've been talking about the Nun movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a scene, like I'll listen to a song and I'll think of the scene like, fuck, this would be interesting, right? So there's like a scene where when the nun finally, some shit goes down, she loses her boo, and this is in the third act, and we've got like 10 minutes left of the movie, and she goes like on a murdering spree to kill all the outlaws that got her boo. And uh, she grabs these two Schofields, and you hear, this is a man's world, by James Brown playing, and it's like this montage sequence of the gang splitting up, going to separate corners of Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, and her going from California to Colorado. Uh, uh, so it's like things like that where I'll hear the song and I'll see the shots and the cuts, and I'll know how it goes. And I need to have at least a good percentage of those before I write, or else I just like, or else I feel like I'm like fencing in the dark. Yeah. Honestly, awesome. I mean that's that's how I wrote when I wrote my western. That's I put on like. A bunch of NEO Marcos. Yes. And just, and just like, because I was like, I'm like, I was trying to get in the headspace of like, just something like to inf- reinforce the vibe. So yeah. Yeah. I, just watch porno. Yeah. That too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to cowboy. So like, it's, it probably is Western oh, porno. I believe it's it. probably hilarious. <laughs> this town ain't big enough for the two of us, partner. Oh You're just going to have to do it. Is that your female voice? I like it. Yeah. It's I like, because comedians always have, you know, they have their voices, yeah, their stand ups. <clears throat> I can do a higher. I, I let's hear it. My range is. I want to well. hear you if you're complaining about your girlfriend on stand up, or about some lady in your life. What's complaining the about a lady? What's the situation? What am I complaining about? Am I just gonna have to wing it? You were an asshole and you cheated on her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, let's say you say a woman is nagging you for something that she rightfully should be nagging you for. Like you've been real, 
real. I don't know. Just leave, leave, leaving like condoms everywhere. What the <laughs> fuck relationship have you had? <laughs> Honey, I don't know where to put these uh, condoms. The problem is I don't have one, so that's what I envisioned one to be like. Bro, just watch movies. Movies are so oh. accurate about what relationships are. Right, right, right. I remember an ex that was like, this is supposed to be happiness all the time. Like, what <laughs> fucking movies have you been watching, Jesus. dog? It's like, we are going to, to get into fights, unfortunately. Yeah. Just don't compare me to a movie, and yeah. I won't compare you to a movie. Well, yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Um you like never do the dishes. It's always me. That sounds that sounds very Californian. I, I know. Like it. I like it. Uh, but I, are you I sure mean, you're not from here? I'm not. I'm not from here. <laughs> um, but I can I can like I can do any voice that you want. I can like get sensual with it. You know, right. That sounded like uh, if I were to call in to like a sex hotline yeah. in New York or some. Hey baby, what are you wearing? <laughs> Spider Man shirt. Ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> completely straying to yeah. make a Spider-Man shirt sexy. It's just like Spider-Man, this me, baby. dude's wearing a Spider-Man shirt. <laughs> so sorry, where were we? <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> Superman, that hoe. <laughs> so gross. I want to know who thought of that? Like, I'm gonna go oh, in your back and then throw a boy. napkin over it. That's who. He invented it. I don't know. Uh, you heard of Spider Man? Are we allowed to talk about this on your back? Have you heard of Spider Manning? No. Just I want you to imagine webs shot on your face. Oh God, no thanks. You know what? I, I was <laughs> watching. I was watching this documentary uh, a week or so ago called uh, um, Generation Wealth. Okay. And it was just talking about like what wealth can do to a person like, mm-hmm. and like how high they can get with it and like how high they can get when they fall and like like people who don't have it. And they were talking about the talking to this one porn star, and she became famous because she received fifty loads to the face. Interesting. And she said she got salmonella from it. <laughs> I didn't. I, I I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So that's yeah. what that reminded me of, and that's why I said it. <laughs> salmonella. Yeah. God, that sounds like a hoax. Yeah. You get anyway. salmonella from. That just that's not, what? Yeah. Maybe they just like maybe instead one dude of load had sad, dude, salmonella. Or maybe one dude just cracked an egg on her face and she didn't even notice. <laughs> just put a yeah. and then just, just put poultry just on had, her face. Had chicken juice and just went. <laughs> so weirdest porno. Yeah. Anyway. There, there is weird pornos out there, I'd imagine. Yeah. There's one my, there's one that my friend he just like texted me one day. He's like, watch this. And I clicked, I know it's this girl. She goes like, I just ate a burrito today and I have to fart. <laughs> that was it. And she was like farting and that was the porno. I'm like, all right. Oh, God. Cool. This reminds, is what people are into. It reminds me of that scene in uh, I Love You, Man, where the guy <laughs> sent, sends uh, Paul Rudd, the, the girl. He's like, I just sent you a video. It's a girl on a Sibian. Oh, my God. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> so I find out Clerks. They, the budget was, shooting budget was 27000 and I guess the post budget was 230 <laughs> it's kind of like El Mariachi It's like 7,000 production budget A million in post <laughs> It made 3 million um, Who Do you have a favorite director? I mean you, you did say Sergio uh, I don't know Leone. dude like visually I like Sergio Leone and Kurosawa I like Spielberg visually as well 
in terms of like themes and performances, mm-hmm. I really enjoy Christoph Keselowski. Bellator. He did like Three Colors Red and shit. And Bellator is just like Hungarian filmmaker that okay. is very performance and subtext heavy. Rather symbolism heavy. I really I really dig his shit. Okay. Um Try to think of like other directors I really like there. Like Mike Mike Nichols is incredible. It's just I I go back and forth, dog, because there's like a lot of new good directors. Yeah. So they've like they they've inched out some of the older folks that were in my list. Like I used to like really jerk off to Martin Scorsese. <laughs> and then I just started like watching other movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah, he's still great. But there's other movies in the world besides Italians killing people. Right. I've I've started what I've started recently doing is going back and watching older yeah, movies from like from, from older periods of. Have you seen Scarface, the original one? Yeah, I saw that probably my freshman or my first year of film that, school. That opening shot hurts me inside because it's like ten minutes long, but it's only a tripod shot. Yeah. It's, it's like this wasn't done because they're being artsy. This this was done just because they, they couldn't afford to. Didn't cut. know what else. Yeah, to they do. didn't know what else to do, and it yeah. hurts. It's like, what are you doing, Howard Hawks? Like, yeah. like the the rest of the movie is shot wonderfully. It's yeah, just that one scene, Howard Hawks is like. Probably wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like uh, he's running light. Just do it without me. Shoot it. Um, but yeah, so I've been going back and trying to watch like because I, I love the the feel of of like fifties and sixties cinema. Just like yes. the wide, the super wide shots, like the everything just felt so soft. And it's like I don't know. Like, it was out of focus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything was just too, softly out of focus. They're too high on LSD. <laughs> so have you watched like De- Dennis? Fuck! Why am I forgetting his name? Have you watched Easy Rider? <laughs> uh, I've I've seen half of it. That is some stoner sixty shit, yeah. dude. Or like the last, like the last. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Or the last motion picture. Yeah. Oh my god, that's some that is some stony baloney shit right there, dude. That guy. I took watches a, interviews. I took a class a class called Raging Bull. Fuck, what was it called? Is the one based, based on, on the book? Based on the book, yeah. I know that book. So the whole class was based on that book. So you would, it started, it would basically, yeah, yeah. Each, each class was like a new chapter of that book, pretty much. It's pretty cool. Very nice. The 70s one, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, like, I got to like, experience all of those movies. You know, we would, we would like, so one at one class would, um, it met once a week, and you would come in, you would talk for a, a few minutes, and then you would watch a full movie. I like that. Yeah, it was pretty when cool. I, when I was in film school for like, semester and a half before it dropped and i remember just like it was like pulling hair out because they'd say hey watch this really integral scene in the godfather and notice the sound design you watch it and all it's they, they'd show the when he when he kills the cop and it's like that it's like the generic thing everybody says like they weren't filming next to a train but they added the sound of a train for tension it's like yeah that's they what do, a sound designer does they do that all the time. yeah do you think that uh L.A. looked like that in Blade Runner. <laughs> but it's the thing is, like, they'll show you scenes, and it's yeah. like that scene has a lot of emotional resonance. It's got, um, it's like it's like one of the core moments of the film. So I felt it strange to watch it. It's like it's honestly, I, and this actually happened to me too, is that they showed the choice Sophie makes and Sophie's choice. They didn't show the movie. Mm-hmm. You know Sophie's choice. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. the choice she makes. Imagine, imagine just watching that scene. That was my first experience. Of that movie is just the scene where she chooses. Yeah, and then she chooses, and then the co- and then the fucking professor goes, yeah. Then she slits her like he has. Then she slits her wrist and dies in a bathtub. Pretty good movie. Check it out. 
fuck you, man. She's fucking... The, uh, the, like, you're watching the whole movie thinking, what is the choice she makes? Yeah. And you just showed me, like, fuck you, dude. I, yeah. I mean... And there's no emotion behind, beside, behind her choosing her daughter over her son because I don't know these kids. I don't know their relationship. Right. All I have is, the, you know, the initial gut reaction of, like, damn, that blows. That sucks. But I don't know these people. So why, why should I care? You know, when you watch the movie, you care about them, yeah. obviously. But yeah, I'm glad you got to watch your full movie. Yeah, lucky it was cool. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, some classes they were like, "Nah, you watch it at home," and or we'll show you clips. Or Ugh, here's a clip. Watch, 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 watch the rest of it later. Yeah, um, some dude would show Sam Peckinpah clips, and it's like, can we just watch the fucking movie, dog? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, I have to thank him because he's the one that got me to Sam Peck. It's like yeah. there's very few things that I'm thankful for in film school. One of them is the homies I made, and the second thing is Sam Peckinpah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they introduced me to Sam Peckinpah, I was like, "Wait, yeah, there's there used not to much." Be a I... guy like Quentin Tarantino before Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, there's not much I really like liked about. Still, like, like about it. Like, I don't any of the classes I've taken. It's a waste of forty thousand dollars yeah. a year just make a movie. Exactly, I learned more on my set than I did. Yeah, or else. on other people's sets. Oh just yeah, like work on like big movies. Like, when I say big, I mean anything that's got a budget over like five hundred grand. And just like learn by watching. Honestly, the best way to learn is by watching bad directors. Because like, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you don't trial by error is a real thing, but you're not the one doing the errors. They are exactly, exactly. Yeah. I just, I mean, the experience, the experience is, is, I mean, the best education you can get. Anyway, you're not going to learn how to direct a, or shoot or write a movie by sitting in a class. No way, you dude. Just go fucking do it. If you're sitting in the classroom, you get two in your head and start doing textbook style movies, yeah. which I've seen happen, where it's just coverage, 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 like fucking, <clears throat> I'll talk shit about it. I don't give a fuck. Fuck Brian Singer. But yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, it's just simple. It's just coverage, 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 and then the occasional reflection shot of his aviators, which yeah. anybody and their mom would have thought of because he was famous for his aviators that were reflective. I mean, they, played that, they played that movie so safe. It was, is Dewey Cox. It was, it was, it was just so, Dewey Cox. It was so safe. Well, the band, the band had a lot. They hit their hands in that movie. Yeah, that's a fucking problem. And then they have to have reaction shots in every scene, yeah. which really infuriates me. So, so like when, when Freddie Mercury comes out to tell them he has AIDS, there's like 35 cuts of each band member at least three times yeah. cutting to them. Which is like, okay, fine, the reaction. But when he meets the the music manager, watch that scene again. Jim Beach? I just watched it last night or two nights ago. So you know the the the, the breakfast scene, and it's just yeah. like cut, 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 yeah. cut, 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 <clears throat> awful, legitimate, bad, bad, bad filmmaking, and and oh, just it also infuriates me that these motherfuckers win an Oscar and then don't mention the fact that they're ashamed of working for Brian Singer. <laughs> That sh- that shit was out. Like, if you're an X Men actor, I don't judge you because it's a contractual obligation. You yeah. have to work with Brian Singer. Uh, it's not like Jennifer Lawrence had a fucking choice, you know. But Rami Malek has a choice. They all have a choice. Rami Malek has an Oscar for choosing to say yes to work with a rapist. That said, Rami's Mal- Rami Malek's Oscar means a whole hell of a lot to a fuck ton of Egyptian kids. And Seriously, kids. He, uh, so yeah. it's like it's like I'm not too mad about him winning the Oscar. Like, not mad at all. It's just just annoyed. That Brian Singer's getting this much attention. Yeah, he's 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 a trash filmmaker, he's a trash person, and he rapes little boys. What else do you need to know? <laughs> I think that sums it up. Oh, sums it up. Yeah. Um, 
before we wrap up, any, mm-hmm. any, any, like, do you have any like a piece of advice that you would give people who are trying to make it in film, young kids? Mm-hmm. Any piece of advice you'd give to your younger self? Don't listen to your parents. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my parents would always tell me like, uh, do a, you have to do a romantic comedy? That's what people like. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just want to do action movies. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't know, man. I, I'm I, I'm nowhere in life, so it's hard for me to give advice. But I guess I could just say, um, don't date anyone until you're happy with yourself, or else you're gonna put too much pressure on that oh, person. Oh fuck, that's so true. Uh, so like the relationship <laughs> I have now is pretty dope because none of us are doing that to each other. Yeah. Like obviously, everybody has to work on themselves no matter what. Always, 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 always. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, it's nice to meet somebody who's at a point in their life when they're not being mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So yeah. My, my, that's something my parents say. Um, their whole business is built off because what they do, they, they design and sell jewelry, but one of their lines is based on like, um, uh, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for is, uh, like living your life with a purpose, living like with an intention. Yeah. So everything like, so this is, this is it actually, it's uh, called the tree of life intention stick. Oh, nice. And basically you insert a word like there's okay. 22 words in each, have like 72 meanings so they all kind of uh, and you choose the words yeah you can choose the words so the 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 idea is that you put that word in keep it close to your heart and that you live your life by by cinema in there yeah uh no (laughs) is my name in there (laughs) keep me close to your heart yeah it is i I wrote it on the back of one Uh, i wrote it on the back of love (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but the idea is you keep it close to your heart and then you can you know, manifest those things or you can live by those things or just, they're always yeah. there as a reminder to you what, like what you're doing. Yeah. And their main, their main thing is like, um, with this is that you have to love yourself first. Like it says, love your, love your brother in the Bible it says love, uh, thy brother and neighbor, neighbor like thyself. And how can you love anyone else equally if you can't love yourself equally, you know, or at exactly. all. So exactly. Yeah. Um, I have a question though. Yes. Once we finish Viper Two, can we bring the crew here? That'd be fucking awesome. We get me, the actor, the co-writer, and the executive producer. That'd be great. And we could leave Ben out. I don't. No, Ben's the actor. I know. Fuck Ben. Nah, fuck ben. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Ben. No, we both we both work <laughs> oh, with Ben, ben. and he's probably watching yeah. us right now. I um. I, I gotta have Ben separately on here because I, I talked to him one time and uh-huh. we just had like the most crazy in depth conversation. Yeah, Ben's dope. Ben's <laughs> yeah. dope. He's a crazy guy yeah. in a good way. And I he I saw that he's the only the only mutual follower I have for your podcast. Yeah, probably. So he's gonna Makes see. Sense. He's gonna yeah. see this. <laughs> oh <my> god. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it'd be dope. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah. No, I would love it. That'd be awesome. Get those motherf- I don't know if that's a hassle for you because with all the mics. Though. Oh, I um, I've done, f- I've had. But you get thirteen. I've had four. I've done four. That's the most I've done. I was mm-hmm. exaggerating with the thirteen, but I've done four. We've had. Yeah, it's four done. people. Yeah. Perfect. I can, maybe by maybe by then I'll have more shit. I'll bring so. five just to piss you off. All right, then you're gonna share a mic with someone. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> we'll do the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper exactly, cheek exactly. to cheek. Yeah, everyone will do it. <laughs> um, any any social media you want to plug? Well, anything uh, you want to plug? Right now, I'm in the process of writing Viper Two, which is dope. But watch Viper One; it's on my bio. It's like really funky. Um, it, po- it pokes fun at the ultra masculinity of 1980s movies, 
and how Asian Americans are treated both in 80s films and in today's standards of America. Uh, like, just kind of how it's a subtle racism extended towards Asian Americans, I guess, would be the best way of putting it. Uh, and it's also got ridiculous comedy and hopefully cool fight scenes. But yeah, check it out. And that's in your Instagram? Yes, sir. Instagram bio. We've had we've had two screenings this month for that's it. Awesome. Uh, and they both had like you know standing ovations. That's so awesome. That was dope. So hopefully the second one has a floating ovation. That's you know, dope. just to top it off. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, of course. And the third one, they can like jump off a rooftop and clap. Right. Know. You could do rooftop cinema, and that's what happened. And they have to off themselves because yeah. the movie's so good. It's just so amazing. <laughs> we or can't so handle bad. it. <laughs> yeah. well, like, or the thing, so bad. <laughs> like the thing that I've been doing with Viper with the marketing is pretending that it's a <laughs> – it's a priceless gem from the 80s that was yeah, unearthed by archaeologists. And that's what I love about yeah, it. Yeah, so we'll keep, <laughs> we'll keep going with that. So with the new one, it's like with the original Viper, it opens up halfway through the movie and then it rewinds like a mm-hmm. VHS tape. So with the new one, we're going to start off on a wedding tape. <laughs> and the guy's about to say, I do. And then it's just like Viper was taped over someone's <laughs> wedding tape. Oh, that's awesome. It's just like they liked the movie so much. Oh, they, that's ta- awesome. they taped I it all. I love over. that. That's so awesome. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, it's called Viper 2 Ghost of Santa Monica. Nice. And, um, the tagline is, every beginning has an end. <laughs> this is the middle. <laughs> It's so stupid. I love it. When do you, when do you guys sh- start shooting? Oh, uh, we got already have one shot. We have a few shots already, but those don't count. It was like okay. the sun was setting, and Ben and I had our cameras. Like, let's go to the rooftop and get shots of you practicing kung fu. Nice. There's like a, there's like this Rocky montage in the in the script where he does a lot of kung fu in random locations, like on mountaintops and rooftops and in the beach. And oh, it's that's just hilarious. like stupid, just pure stupidity. <laughs> uh, so we got well, some of those shots, but um. Principal photography is not started yet. We've just got to do one more rewrite on the, the co-writes and do one more rewrite on the script. Right. And then, uh, yeah, pre-pro. Awesome. If we go from there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm excited. That's awesome. Well, if you need any help, let me know. Of course, baby. <laughs> I'm a little terrified. I have to do it. 8v1 fight scene. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to film that, but you'll uh, figure it out. Hopefully. <laughs> Sometimes I watch these movies and I'm like, how do they do these things? Like, I've I seen the raid. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. The prison we met, fight. We met a friend of, or like, want to do a movie like something Have like you seen that. Raid 2? Yeah. Yeah, that prison fight, I still don't understand how he conceptualized it. Yeah. It's genius. Genius. You're talking about which one? The, the one in the, the mud? prison right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, also, the one in the bathroom was nuts, too. And then I love because in that scene, they're spinning around him in the 360, mm-hmm. so they move the stall doors to move the camera, then move the stall doors back into place. It's, it's nuts. The car chase is also dope, dude. Yeah. That shot that goes from outside of the car to the other car and then to the outside again. Do you see how they achieved that shot? No. Watch it again. You're going to notice that the passenger seat is CGI. Oh, okay. It's a dude in a chair suit. And they pass. <coughs> Somebody leans out of the SUV and passes. The... <coughs> uh, Jordan's dying. Sorry. <laughs> I Somebody... poisoned him. No. <laughs> it's the milk of the puppy. No, so somebody uh, passes the camera to the guy in the fucking suit, oh, and dang. they CGI over it. Once you see it, you'll never unsee it, but nobody ever notices okay. it. It's fucking genius. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to I check I love that the right too. It's my third favorite action movie. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, it's up there. It's awesome. I, I, like, number old, one. I like Old Boy. Old Boy's good. Old Boy's dope, but Old Boy falls into the category. I mean, Raid has it sometimes, mm-hmm. but like... The, old, would, the original Old Boy. Not yeah, the old no, boy. not the Spike Lee one. 
But that that <laughs> fight scene, everyone jerks off to it. But like, it's still dope. But at the same time, there's so much waiting around to punch, and I hate that shit yeah. so much. It reminds me of Blade <laughs> One, which is like dudes in the back. <laughs> yeah. Just like what waiting to throw the punch, and it's like at least have dudes grasping their nose or something, so like they're out of breath. You know what I mean? Like it just it it takes me out of the movie hardcore. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, Ray Two falls into this category sometimes, but Gareth Evans moves his camera in a way where you only notice that on like your forty fifth viewing. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it's like, uh, but don't get me wrong, I love old boy. Yeah, I love, I love Matrix. I love fight movies. They're fucking awesome. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, yeah. Awesome. I'm sure we, we could keep talking for of course. Let's two do, hours. Let's do another one. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, well, thank you for coming on. Well, thanks really, for having me, of baby. Of course, of course. I'm glad I was able to pop your the cherry cherry on your <laughs> yes. first podcast. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. You can check Jordan out on his Instagram. It link will be down below. Uh, make sure you check out Viper. It is I can I can vouch it is great. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> thank you. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Harrison Berger. Twitter at Harrison Seaburger. I started a new Instagram page for the podcast, which is written and directed by, and uh, I started a Twitter. Written and directed by Pod. Pod, yes, yes, thank you. Written and directed by <laughs> Pod. And same with the Twitter. I think it's at Right Direct Pod. Okay. So I don't know. Perfect. Um, trying to get shit out there. Yeah. So do your thing. Yeah. Uh, well, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to see what Jordan's beautiful face looks like. If you want to see what. Oh yeah. My face looks like uh you can do that and thank you for tuning in thank you again for being well, here for having me. yeah and uh i'll see you hopefully soon with the with the crew it'll be great to yes. have everyone on that'd here that'd be dope that'd be so dope. yeah i can't wait to hear that experience yeah we'll have to, we'll have to do it and like <clears throat> have it when we have the trailer yeah you know for sure I mean? and just show you the trailer for the first time yeah that'd be great so you can see your reaction oh that'd be so, that'd I'm be so, so stoked. all right guys well thanks for joining in and we will see you next week cut Oh, my God.